Last time on Check Please Podcast, the party managed to get the MacGuffinite crystals from the Crystal Cave and are now back aboard the Agile as they head on the two-day journey toward the Elven Lands. It is currently 2 p.m. February the 3rd, year 763. The Agile plies through the skies above the water between the Steam Isle and the mainland. What would the party like to do? I believe we're just waiting. I know Vera's just waiting to get to the Elf Lands, probably pacing anxiously. Alrighty. Does anyone have anything they would like to accomplish during the journey? Or is it okay to jump time? Uh, I'd like to Take do another prayer, if I can. Did Absolutely. you do one today already? Yeah, but it's a two-day trip, right? Yeah, so this is yeah. this is still day one, so if you'd like to do one tomorrow, that's fine. Yes. I think we already we already got you your one for today. Game Anyone time. have anything else to do for Sunday the 3rd? Question, actually. Yeah, what's up? I assume that my teleportation is teleportation, correct? Like, for when I go to Melifra's church? Yeah, you disappear from where you are and you appear in the temple, yes. So, so I wouldn't really be able to do that right now because I would come back and I'd be in the air, correct? I think it, you would be able to return to, uh, to onboard the ship. Oh. All right. In that case, I'm going to... <coughs> teleport there mm-hmm. and then tell one of one of the hive followers mm-hmm. to find hildegard and okay. request if she could come to the church in like the next three days okay all right yeah that's easily doable okay so vera jaunts off to the temple informs their followers and gets all that rolling nice. and returns anyone else got a small thing i'm just gonna for most of these idle days cat once a day I got my gnomish special little spell. I want to use prestidigitation to like build a tiny little clockwork device of some kind. Just idle stuff that Lovett is working on. Okay, so just futzing around with clockwork bits. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever I can produce with it as the maximum complication allowance is what I will go with. So whatever that means. Okay. Alrighty. So we will zoom ahead through the third and jump to the morning of the fourth. Marcus can worship now. So it is now now Monday, the 4th of February, 7.63, and that morning, is there anything you want to do early morning? Morning prayer, please. You got it. Give me a wisdom check, please. Yes, sir. Wisdom. I said said the thing. (gasps) Ah, (laughs) I pulled something. You accidentally say mellifera instead of Eden. (laughs) Whoops. You, You pray real hard, but after the end of your prayers, nothing really seems to change yeah you don't really feel anything uh, that one for you listening at home yeah so that was a five adjusted but yeah you don't you don't really feel any different after your prayers anyone else early morning activities so when i get up in the morning after marcus is done soul's going to approach marcus and if i remember correctly that spell was divination right beardy yeah okay marcus i know we had talked about it before I kind of asked you if you wouldn't mind memorizing divination for a short period of time. Not at all. Yay! And it only has to be for today. I'm just a little curious about what's happening inside of me, and I was hoping maybe you could help. It'd be my pleasure to. Thank you. Okay. What would you like to memorize, um, or unmemorize to make up, to fit that? Uh, Ancestral gift. Have you used that? Yes. Oh, okay. They handed me another scimitar. Oh, Cool. It it kind of is, but it wasn't any it wasn't any better it, than the one I it had. It didn't help. It didn't help. Oh, oh no. It yeah, it didn't help. It didn't hurt, but it's like now I have two knives. 
So, you are able to memorize divination. We'll call it part of today's memorizations. So, you memorize divination. Or you have it, rather, memorized. So, yes. There you go. Well, thank you. What would you like me to do with this? So, I was hoping to find out the sex of the child. Oh, that should be relatively easy. Fingers crossed for female, because god damn it. <laughs> okay. It might take the form of a cryptic rhyme or omen. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Huh? Um, so, uh, yes. this is a platonic. I, uh, I'm going to put my hand on your stomach just to glean all that kind of stuff. So, okay. Marcus holds his hand on Soul's stomach and casts Divination. Okay, uh, to cast Divination will require the burning of incense and an offering worth 25 gold pieces. Is I there anything... can take care of the gold. Is there anything? Okay. In that case, we'll have you burn 25 gold. Incense. So that's fine. Uh, Alright, okay. So you... We have cigars. <laughs> take out 25 gold pieces, stack them up in a little, in, you know, five little piles of five. Uh, Marcus... Says some words, puts his hand on Soul's stomach. Uh, the gold vanishes when the spell is cast, and I need you to make a check. It is going to be a D100, please. D100. Both of us? No. Or just him. Just Marcus. Uh, here we go. Oh. Okay. 39. Sweet. <laughs> okay. One moment. Okay, useful piece of information or advice. Here we go. I like to think Marcus is kind of an. Uh... Eyes kind of roll back. He goes... If it's a bad piece of advice. And if it's good. (laughs) Let's see what the dice say. This baby will cost you a lot of money. Money's not an issue. Wait, was that the thing? No, that's just in general. No, 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 no. that's not the answer. I'm still typing it out. Okay. I was like, really? That's real cryptic. You're going to get back one of those things you find in fortune cookies that aren't even fortunes. <laughs> it's like, grass smells good. Your lucky numbers are. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. And here's how to say burnt potato in Chinese. <laughs> burnt potato. Burnt potato. Marcus ain't nothing but, but a, a burnt, burnt potato. potato. <laughs> Marcus, you lay your hand on Soul after casting a spell, and... Your head sort of tilts back, and the following words escape your mouth. One shall be two, as two will be one. Knowledge and music shall flow for centuries. One may save the world. One may damn it. I have twins? And one's evil? What'd I say? Someone has an evil twin? Oh my god. So you actually have to take care of him now? Shit. Oh. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, no. What'd I say? So, where was this locationally? Uh, I mean, I didn't so I wouldn't really. give a shit where it was. Okay, well, then I, I'm assuming I heard that. I'm just kind of, kind of, like, share your look. Of, like, Main deck. This is since uh, resting, so the pack empathy is not still going. Uh, I actually, like, my heart actually is beating really fast. So what does that mean? I think I'm going to have twins. But that didn't tell me the sex! <laughs> well, I do not. Maybe one of each? Oh my god. Marcus, I think, uh, I sits find down. Somewhere else today, I gotta figure that kind of spell takes it out of you a little bit. Because you're not seeing the future, but, like, gleaning it. So Marcus is gonna take a seat for a minute. Alrighty. 
I think Soul probably is too, just off to the side, just so they have something to lean back on. Not over the side. Whee! Okay. Okay. This is this is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. This could be good. I just have to be a productive, actually involved parent. <laughs> you wouldn't otherwise? No, I mean, yeah, I would have been. <laughs> yep, with the training portion. I mean, you probably could have just said yes and then not said the training portion. Bring doubt on yourself. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, what does this really change? One I mean, might it... be a murderer or something? I don't well, even that know. That sound good, yeah. Well, how accurate... Down? How accurate are divination spells? It sounded really fucking good, at least. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, unless it was like, I don't know, I thought maybe it was applying to the child and you, is the two people. The twins also made sense, but uh, I thought just keeping your body on the light pass and keeping them body on the light pass, whatever comes to pass, that's kind of what we do now, right? Hmm. Wait, if one's me, then Music. my child's evil? Ooh. Wait. Or, for the viewers at home, maybe Soul's the evil one. Who knows? It's probably the child. Who knows? <laughs> Beardy, question. Mm-hmm. Reading the aspects of divination, does Marcus know if the f- spell failed or is giving a false thing? If the die roll fails, you will know it. So, oh. it, I, uh, no divination would have happened if the die roll failed. Or you would have known it was false, yes. Do I know if it's false? You can text me that if you need to. As far as you are concerned, you think the information is valid. Okay. Well, however, I mean, the, the interpretation of it's the problem. Yes. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing with divination. It, it's an imprecise science. It's more of an art. Exactly. Well, that's all I wanted for today, so I'm just going to sit and have an existential crisis for the rest of the trip. Sweet. Dole, do you want some tea? I'm going to go make some tea. Marcus yeah, Vera, goes off to make some tea. Vera will probably uh, make some more of the ginger tea to oh, help Karis. Karis would appreciate oh, that greatly. <laughs> How is Karis doing? Uh, shaky, like usual. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Uh, let me make a fort save. You're not great. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> poor baby. Great. She doesn't do good at this, so. Is she, like, on the side? She's, like, leaning against the mast. Yeah, so Vera will do that for Karis. Okay. Maybe we should all save this information for after this trip, but it's too late for that now. But try not to think about it for now, I think. Why after this trip? Well, after, because, I don't know, is this something, I don't imagine this is the first anyone knows about that, so... Well, Gro knows I'm pregnant. I, I looked in the bed and said, if Gro if knows, are you going to tell your mother? Are you going to tell your father? Weren't you making I, tea? I came back. I, I, yeah, I he left okay. and came back. <laughs> It's I, fast I, tea. Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm good at that shit. Just give us water. <laughs> <laughs> With a leaf in it. <laughs> yeah. I knew I forgot something. Damn it. <laughs> Mark, uh, Marky Moo is say, is essentially saying, are you going to tell anybody? Does, has Gro telling anybody? Gro? Would you Would you go to the doctors or the ah. divinators there to see what they say? Or are you going to keep this on the DL? Ah. No, so, uh, Gro knows. But we were actually planning on talking to my mom to make sh- okay to make sure that the ceremony won't actually mess with the 
child. Oh, is it? Isn't that the point? No. I don't understand. The point is I get married, I have oh. the ceremony, and then I get pregnant. Oh, I, I... No one's had, as far as I know in our history, been pregnant before they got their protectorship. Really? That seems... Um... I've messed up a lot of traditions, guys. That seems unlikely. I mean, it will not say unreasonable. I'm sure there's some sort of precedent for it. I don't know till I talk to my mom. Oh, oh God, she's gonna kill me. No, no, she won't, because no. she needs you. Yeah, and that is not because I'm not going to let anyone kill you. I don't care says your mother. I mean, I'm not going to fuck your mother. I didn't mean to imply. Oh, God. <laughs> This is a rough morning. I'm going to take it in stride. Everything will be fine. You need Every... No. I'm fine. Everything will be fine. So... Just say so well. Yes, Marcus? You're using your formal voice. Yes. It allows me to control the circumstances around me. Hey, uh, so You control the circumstances around you. Mm-hmm. I'll just, just breathe. Take one breath at a time. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing, because you could be breathing for three. Yep, ain't that something. <sighs> for 24 months! Yeah, it's a two-year pregnancy. <gasps> oh, okay, out of character. By the way, could you imagine being that big for, for, for like, huh, sorry, I, sorry. I just want oh. you to know that elves are not placental mammals. What? They're they're what they're you... not placent they're non placental mammals. They don't they behave differently internally. They also carry pregnancy better than humans, so Okay. That makes it that would make it better. Because that's all, all all Marcus's thing is like, oh Jesus he's sipping his tea, like oh just, man. Yeah. Just understand. Because he doesn't know. Because he didn't know. As a species, they're more innately magical than humans, so Do they have a bag of holding inside of them? No. Mm-hmm. But they exist in a world in which they were created by a a kind and loving god <laughs> that built their bodies to to spec. So, Vera will return to Karis with the ginger concoction. Thank you, Vera. You're always very is, very kind. Which is also what I like to call the mechanical creatures that Lavette me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think we've had our enough existential crisis for one day. Marcus is going to. Uh, uh, Soul, do you, do, you, do you want me to hold on to this divination and maybe, I don't know, try for something else later? You don't have to. That's. If you want to, that's fine, but you don't have to. Um, you know, I, I'm going to hold on to this for a little while. Maybe it might come useful later. What if you use it on yourself? Can you use it on yourself? I don't know. I don't know. That's what that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Go for it. We'll see tomorrow. Once the uh, one, uh, it may give me a little more insight. I hope. Maybe. <laughs> or it will do nothing. <laughs> the whims of our creators and our gods. Yeah, maybe. We gotta get through seeing my village first. So, oh. yay! Woo! You got to go back home to you, so. So, my mom and dad do technically know that I'm not actually a student currently, but I think it's still better if we just say I'm a student because the 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 staff will just be listening in constantly. So, what do your parents think? Do they know the truth? Uh, well, they definitely know I'm adventuring currently. I see. 
That's good to they know. probably don't know that I'm going up against the enemy currently. All right. That's good to know. And my mom would be very upset if she found out. Right. I will not say anything to you to our adventures, but it is good to know that if gossip happens or something complicated occurs, your parents know enough to perhaps have our back? Yeah. Or at least right. help cover things up. Right. That's what I mean. <laughs> but the goal is, I assume, are the same as ours, ultimately. <laughs> no. no? In what way? <laughs> well, my mother's goal is that I take on the protectorship and then I stay. Like, well, I mean specifically in regards to finding out about this. They don't want anyone to know any more than you do. Yep. Like, Actually, they don't want people to know what I know. Like, it's supposed to be a secret. I know that. <laughs> I understand we're playing a high-stakes game. <laughs> Look... I don't know about my father. I know he's researching currently when the enemy first appeared. I don't know if his goal is to get rid of it, though. Mother's, on the other hand, is to not directly be involved with it at all. To not engage. Play the defense, keep up the barrier, that's what I see. Yep. That makes sense. And so you I'm... you try to keep us from leaving? Well, as long as she doesn't know that I'm engaging with the enemy, it should be fine. Like, I, I do not intend to say anything of this show. Everything will be fine. It will be. It will be. The this soul. Soul nods. And it looks like their grimace smile that they've been wearing because they forgot how to fucking smile after they couldn't take Muse is becoming a little more natural. Whether or not that's a good thing or not, that's up to you. At that moment, there is a loud crack of thunder. Oh, shit. Uh, should we make a perception check? No, not necessary. The ship shakes suddenly, lurches. Everyone sort of like has to catch themselves as the ship sort of like shudders a little bit as if it had lost power for a moment. Uh, Followed by another thunderclap. Uh, well, the other gnome. All right, I'm gonna go find Calcutech. I'm gonna go run to his room. Okay. I think he's up on his normal spot. Unless, oh, is he up up there? If I can see him, then I will go to where I see him. You see an area on the deck, sort of. It's almost as if there's an orb of. It's almost like a kaleidoscope effect, almost. Like it's sort of taking everything and reversing it and flipping it upside down and reflecting it back. But it's just like an, an orb of, of almost strange, distorted energy in the middle of the deck. Middle of the deck? Uh, yeah, and it's getting bigger. Uh, can I dispel it? You can try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need you to make a. I need you to make a caster check. I have that spell memorized, if that's the spell magic. Okay. Uh, you got a 20, twenty-one. You got a twenty-one. Uh, it's it's getting larger. Sorry. You try to dispel it, so you you know use your power and you shoot a bolt of blue energy at it that sort of hits it, bounces off of it, and scatters off and dissipates somewhere in the clouds. The uh, the effect continues to grow until it's about human sized, and then it pops like a bubble. Okay. And Who's there? Hildy! <laughs> what? Madam Hildegard? Dang. What? Ah! She looks out of breath. Whoops. Oh, you... <laughs> Hildegard? So holds, <laughs> hides their hands behind their back. Trumpsies. <laughs> Whew. That was harder than I thought it'd be. Hildy! Hi, Hildy. What, what are you doing here well, instead of... Hi, sugars. Is everything okay? Well, that's what I was going to ask y'all. I got uh, word that there was something serious you needed help with. I requested uh, to be with her at the temple. Oh. She 
She, like, has one of her hands, makes kind of a, a push gesture. Oh, shoot, sugar. I figured why wait that. when I could just come and meet y'all. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I think. But, uh, it's unfortunately, we have some things to put in order. We are expecting this to take some time. She doesn't know yet. No, I, no, I have to explain. Doesn't know what? Wait. Are y'all in uh, trouble? Marcus, do you want to be here for this conversation? Or we can go below deck and hang out. No, this is something that, it's part of me. It's part of all of us. Okay, I just want to make sure you're okay. Well, I'm a burnt potato. Not much you can do much to hurt me anymore. Soul passed the top of his head. Hey, Miguel, do you, did you know what exactly Malcolm is? Well, I mean, I tried to read him and, well, he didn't really have a soul. Did y'all find out what that was about? That's because he's a soulless, secretly. Most specifically, a lost Maybe we soul. Maybe we should exist with all decks. I don't know. We do a pearl on here. He ate another person's soul. <clears throat> uh-huh. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. And she we're like... just <laughs> trying to get it out of him. At this point, she now looks, like, uncomfortable. It. We were told that we would need some form of alchemy in order to retrieve the soul. And we are hoping that maybe you'd know what that means. Like, in, in any kind of sense, really, any information that you know would be more helpful than that, what we know. Like, all I have is this book, and I pull out my Alchemy for Beginners book. <laughs> <laughs> alchemy for Idiots. I love it. And there's literally nothing in here. There's nothing in here about souls. Uh-huh. What now? Are... Are y'all sure about this? Yes. We understand the consequence. Yes. I don't I refuse to consume and I'm going to die. I don't know if y'all know this about me, but uh a long time ago I swore I wouldn't lay a hand on any living thing ever. Well Marcus Technically isn't alive. Technically only the body is alive. I ain't killing nobody. Who's to yeah. say it would guarantee there's might be a chance that I won't die. But if you do not... Should, do, have you looked at yourself in the mirror recently? Interesting story. You so much as miss a hamburger and you're gonna die. <laughs> oh. if you, do not, you look a bit shaky is what I'm saying. People he is consumed will be gone forever. If he's going to die anyway. You're only condemning them as well. This is an awful pickle you're putting me into. You know that. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, if there's someone else with this knowledge that we can go to in time, but we don't have much of it. And I already owe us this much. Make a diplomacy check. Oh, please. Okay, that. You got this. You got this. Come on, Levette. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, 23. Better than average. Look, I like y'all. I do. I want to help you, but look, Marcus, are you you sure you're alright with this? I want to live, but I'm not going to do it by by destroying other people. Other beings. Other sentient beings. I'd like to correct an error. Hearing that, Vera's shoulders kind of go down a bit more. Like, she's less tense. I've asked an all-knowing book I've asked an ancient dragon. I've asked a corpse, a a necromancer, what I could consume to not die. And every single one of them has said, I'm going to die. 
Why would I take someone with me if I can avoid that? Consenting to this means you're not going to survive. Are you, are you consenting to this? Yes. She moves over to you, and she gives you a big forearmed hug. She tells you you're very brave. I want to step over and hug Marcus as well. Marcus, I think I might have said to you that Harbold is well, in spite of that you have been a good friend. I wish I could have been a better friend for you, but I hope I was at least a decent one. Better than decent. I, I wish it didn't have to be this way. I hope you know. That's the way it is. Is that is it not too close? Right. Life just ain't fair. Heard that. For your benefit. (laughs) For what it's worth, Marcus has always seen the best in us, even when we haven't seen the best in him or ourselves. He had Mm -hmm. more faith in any of the things we've done, pretty much. And we may not have agreed on everything, but he still stuck with us. I'm not going to talk about you in the past tense while you're standing right here, buddy. I mean, not to... Sorry, not to... She told what you said, but I know you are still here. I'm going to celebrate that too. As they say, I ain't dead yet. May I listen to what Hildy and Karis are talking about as I notice that Hildy moved over to talk to Karis? So, I was going to say, as soon as y'all were finished talking, uh, Hildy <clears throat> moves over and starts talking to Karis, and the two of them are sort of whispering about the specifics required to do what needs to be done. I didn't know they knew each other. Well, Hildy knows that none of y'all are necromancers and sees the person over there who <laughs> looks like a necromancer. <laughs> Very judgmental. Rude. Oh, yeah, no. Hildy's, Hildy's she's judgmental. Like, she's southern. She's, she's like, you're a necromancer? And Karis is like, what is that supposed to mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alright. So, y'all, I, I'll help. I think I even know what needs to be done as far as alchemy is concerned. So give me a couple of days to get things together. There's some reagents that I have to pick. Y'all come to my hut. Give me about two days at least. Well, we can manage that. She moves back over to Marcus. Puts an arm on his shoulder. You be good. Always tried to be. And she casts a spell and disappears in a strange orb of refracted light. Oh shit, I'm so glad that was Hildy. I thought it was going to be Glarv. <laughs> well, I kind of thought so too. But I guess that's done now. So. I'll let Marcus Let's make these next couple of days uh, good ones for you while we take care of what we need to do. Well, at least I'll die in a very pretty place. It's true. Hildy's hut is gorgeous. It is. The flowers there do taste wonderful. Vera, what did I say about eating flowers? Just because you don't like them doesn't mean I can't. You can eat them at my house, but you really should ask people before you do. They don't own the world. (laughs) You can't own me. You can't own flowers. It's still part of someone's property. (laughs) They'll grow back. It's perfectly fine. Well, if they're perennials... I agree, but sometimes people plant flowers and they just kind of die after a season's done and they don't come back, and I don't really know how that works. And also, those are, they can be very expensive. Why would you pay money for flowers? Why would you not pay money for them, especially if they're all these exotic You can just find them. 
Wait, not, well, not always? Really in the Steam Isle. Yeah, especially is just very few in the Steam Isle, you know, so... Well, I mean, that's it's... their fault for ruining that place to begin with. Oh, boy, ruining here it. we go. It's just the way it is. It's how it is. I mean, it's... Did you... Did you breathe there? It's suffocating. Excuse me? Okay, wait, <laughs> I mean... I can't completely disagree with that, <laughs> but... It's just... It's well set. You got... Altivart, how would we need... To, how can we build things like that if we do not have production? Honestly, Archie's the only good one, in my opinion. What? Oh my god. <laughs> Just so say I that. mean, yeah. I, I mean, I agree he's the best, but he's not yeah, incredible. It's incredible to see things that we have built that you, the way, things that you can do for you. Did you see Vera up. put down a door when we were in Blarv's castle? Because I did. That was oh, awesome. Yeah. You should do it again. <sighs> cool, so, yeah. Please. What is it? I, why did, she says yeah. she didn't do it, but I why? saw it. I know. What did that confuse what we were talking about? Okay, fine. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just saying that magic is amazing, especially when it comes to natural materials. Okay. Is there also magic in this? You said you couldn't use magic. I didn't say that. Be honest about I said that I don't know that much about magic. Oh, I misunderstood. I'm not exactly a wizard, but I have taken arcane studies classes, and there is a basic summoning involved in a lot of these creations. Hmm. Planar binding and those sort of things. Well, anyways, how long till we arrive at the city? Cal! Village? Hmm. Distance. How long? looks down from his perch. Oh, uh, we should arrive tomorrow. Did you All have right. any final plans for the approach? Yes. So when we get closer, I was hoping, and Sol kind of takes out the map and is starting to like direct their hand around to kind of show examples of what they want. I want us to go really down low on this northern end and then sweep in really low to the top of the trees until we hit a cliffside. Then we'll slowly raise the ship until we hit... Probably a, uh, let's say, a large fence gate thing. And then we'll just hop over that, and then you'll sink the ship back down, and we'll call you when we're ready for our pickup. Seems easy enough. I know you can do it, Cal. Finger guns. He he nods and walks back, uh, walks down to the, uh, he walks then over to the steering wheel to relay the information to the crewman who's currently piloting the ship. That's it for me for today. Alrighty. Anything else? Yeah, so Vera's just going to be taking care of Karis, like making the drinks. Well, that'll take us to Tuesday, the 5th of February, 763. The party arrives over the Emerald Forest. So let me quickly explain. So the Emerald Forest, it's a pretty, it's a huge forest, right? The, the forest itself is actually about the size of the whole nation of Ville. It's a huge forest. The destination you're going to is in the far northeast part of that forest, and it's just on the other side of the Sarakan Mountains, which is a mountain range that is noted for its razor-sharp peaks and extremely hard-to-climb cliff faces. So you guys are currently plying your way over the Sarakan Mountains uh, when the first light of dawn creeps over the horizon. The Agile is trying its best to stay as close to the ground as possible. So it's pretty much in a dive on the 
far side of the Serican Mountains heading toward this, uh, this forest. So as you get closer and closer, you see there's a part of the forest that has a clearing in it that sort of rises up to a cliff. And you guys are moving your way toward it, uh, heading around from the northeast. So you sort of swing around and make a wide left turn until you've almost completely turned around. You're skimming the tops of trees and you are heading toward a, a tall cliff face as the ship slows to be slower and slower and slower as you approach the sheer cliff ahead of you. I imagine Sol's been helping the whoever's been steering the ship. Just being like, okay, then we're pretty close, I think. And mm-hmm. then just going over maps and stuff. Because, of course, they've never been above it, but they at least know their area enough to help. Oh, sure. So that's probably what Sol's been doing on this trip, for here, at least. Mm-hmm. calls down, we're almost there. Thanks, Cal. Wait, wait. Uh, what do we do? Some last, last minute plans? We're sticking to the plan where we're... You're all pretending to be students. I recommend Archie is rolled up for most of this. <laughs> yes, of course. Unless it's an emergency. Uh, it, where? Is Marcus still sleeping? Isn't he usually? I mean, yeah, yes, but... <laughs> I mean, it's Marcus. This is... How much do you think he wants to spend his last days? Quiet contemplation of his existence, maybe? I don't know. How how would you? <laughs> I don't know, like some Fortnite. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, plan is, they're all students. We're going to stay in the house. If any of you want to look at the village, disguise kits, we can do. Oh. How are we getting in? We're just walking in? Oh, we're going in from the back. There's a back? Yes. When... Will we all just walking? Yes, we'll be okay. in my garden. So should I just be a small bee then? If that's what makes you comfortable, Vera. You can ride on my shoulder, even. All right. Vera seems very nervous. It's okay. I've got you. I'll be there with you the entire time. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's go. Let's do this. Are we there? All right. So the Are ship <laughs> the ship comes up and crests the top of the cliff. You see a short iron gate, like a nice graded fence that looks well-built and well-crafted. And beyond that, you see a, a couple of trees poking out. And make a perception check, please. Yay! My best skill. Everyone? Yeah, everyone. Oh, come on. That's a, I roll a 2 to a 14. Ooh, mine was a 2 to a 16. Mine Marcus had a night one. Wow, guys. Uh, okay, well, none of you hear <laughs> or see anything. Fuck. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about Archie? <laughs> Archie's in a ball. He can't hear shit. God oh my God. damn it! <laughs> The rest what about of Karis? you. Oh my god. <laughs> Cal, can you roll for us? <laughs> is, Kar- mm. is Karis looking? Karis doesn't have a perception check built. So there's what? that. I, I grab a random crew member and say, Do you see anything? <laughs> <laughs> English, do you speak it? <laughs> Alright. Alright, we don't see or hear anything. Fuck. Alright, so do you want to try to climb your way over the fence? All right, give me a climb check for those climbing. Nat oh. 20. Oh, All right. <laughs> so, since this is your home and you've climbed this fence yeah. any number of times, you know exactly where to, like, exactly, exactly how to climb over it. So you climb it over, you climb over it with absolutely no effort whatsoever. And when I was younger, I used to scrape my knees and everything when I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Quite good at it now. Anyone I'm else climbing? Well... I presume anyone who wants to come in has to, correct? Either that or you're going to fly. I mean, I don't know. What else are you going to... 
Like, well, all right. This is the moment the I've been waiting all campaign for. The moment I have to make a strength check, and I don't have Archie to do it for me. Now I also got a man twenty. All right, right. Uh, Levette, you follow Soul, and you make it over the top of the fence as well, and land in the other side. Anyone else? Uh, Marcus will take a climb check. All right, let's see if we get some uncanny good rolls. (laughs) That is a four. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Marcus, you try to follow the the example of Soul and Levette, and you... Somehow get your hand stuck in the fence. <laughs> you paid attention to Soul. You should have been watching all that. Wrong size category. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. <clears throat> Fuck. Soul's just watching from the other side. Um. <sighs> oh. Uh, how do you? You just gonna stand there, Marcus? I'll cheat. Oh, funny. Uh, well, I'm guessing you're already a bee on my shoulder, or no? I haven't oh, okay. turned in yet. Okay, you're just watching Marcus. Yeah. Oh my I, god! Oh, I thought that, that was a talking bee. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> well, Harris, your turn. Everyone knows that bees don't talk; they spell. Oh no! Fuck! <laughs> you're allowed to do it. How can I complain? I can't blame you either. I'm really not good at climbing, but here goes. And uh, Karis will attempt to climb the fence and sort of get to the top, but then kind of like get stuck on top. Like she doesn't know how to like turn around and climb down the other side. I've been there. I've been oh, there. Jump! I killed you. I'll cast Featherfall on her. That's bad. Okay, go ahead and cast Featherfall. This is my existence. Alright, once Featherfall is cast, she sort of like does a trust fall to the ground because no one's going to catch her. <laughs> <laughs> so she settles to the ground and gets up and kind of like brushes herself off and tries tries to get some of her dignity back and fails. Does Mark? Does Marcus un... Yeah, un- Marcus can attempt his... again, yeah. Let's see how I do this time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> one. Not that one, but just a one. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so uh, Marcus, my foot is you, now caught too. You you, un- <laughs> you try to unstick your hand and end up getting your foot stuck as well. I mean, do you do you need us, the lady? I mean, what do you want to use them for? I glare at Levette. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. I go to the bottom of the fence and kneel down and go into the like keep like keep ho. Yeah, yeah, where like his foot would go in your yeah. hand so you could boost him up. Boost there is that. Give him a boost him ups. Yep. Alright, roll a climb check for boost him ups, please. Great. Fastball special. Oh, is that Marcus or me? That's you. Oh, okay. 14. Okay, and I'm gonna need another check from Marcus. You got this, man. Heart of the dice. Heart of the dice. That is a 10 this time. Okay. So between the two of you, you're able to get Marcus to the top of the fence where he falls over the other side. <laughs> Marcus, make a reflex save. Oh, can I hit him with a feather fall? I'm going to yes. fire a, a yes, little, like a little plunger dart from my gauntlet that hits him on the back of the shirt, and an umbrella pops out. Oh. All right. So, go ahead and burn a feather fall, please. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, here we are. Man, Marcus is rolling for shit. All right. All right, Vera, your turn. Vera just turns into a tiny bee. Okay. And you're able to fly through the fence. 
Cool. <laughs> Soul reaches their arm out for Vera to land. She does. All right. Because we're the best of friends. <laughs> Dude, I want to sing that one. That one doesn't end well. <laughs> well. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay. So the party finds itself in an interesting location. You see a well-kept garden. It is heavily manicured. There is a tree near you that's filled with purple blooms. That's to your left. To your right is a hedge maze. On the other side of the tree to your left appears to be some sort of uh, stone building with a door on it that has flowers around the outside. Near that is a large fountain that's surrounded by well-manicured flower beds. In front of you, about 30 feet to the south, is a large gazebo that looks like it's made out of stained glass. And beyond that gazebo is the largest house you've ever seen. It is enormous. It, it looks more like a palace than a house. Um, it has two massive atriums on either side. It's three floors tall along the center and four floors tall in the very middle. It has large windows on every floor and, again, all around it are heavily manicured flower beds. Make oh, a perception boy, check. Hear 33. Fifteen. <laughs> okay, well, Soul, um, I'm not going to explain any of this to you because you already know it. So, yeah. so V Vera is looking at this mm-hmm. and isn't really moving. Like normally, they'd be like moving like wings and stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're just not moving. Well, guys, welcome to my home. Is in your house home? Yes. Oh. This is where I grew up. You ran away. Yeah. Okay. Lavette, I mean... have you ever heard of something called a gilded cage? Yeah. What? No, but I understand. Sit down. I understand your point. Soul just instinctively just starts walking forward because it's it's their home. There's nothing unusual about it. This mm-hmm. is normal for them. If you come this way, we're going to pass the gazebo, which is one of my favorite things. However, I enjoyed in the moonlight personally. It does have a beautiful aesthetic, though. Sunlight to moonlight. And this flowering tree over here actually has the blooming colors of my family's uh, family color, pretty much. Uh, the maroon magenta color that I wear, it's the same color. Oh, it does have that color you like. We actually get the dyes from the flowers. Oh, wow. Anyways, if you'll follow me. <laughs> and Soul starts he- heading towards the foyer. Okay. So, due to the complexity of the floor plan of Soul's home, there is no map, so it is going to be theater <laughs> of the mind. <laughs> I so, like uh, I will allow Soul to give you all the tour. Okay, so even though my perception check was high, but you said I already know the information Mm -hmm. that I was checking for? Okay. Yeah. So we enter in the foyer. It's this beautiful room that pretty much all the panes that look out towards the garden, that wall is just pretty much glass with beautiful decorative lining to it. It's it's not stained glass, but it's it's Art Nouveau. Uh, Inside the foyer, all the floors are marble, along with columns made out of marble. There are lounging chairs of velvet throughout this room, uh, and a very large family portrait in the center of the room. And one of the people in the picture looks oddly like a younger soul. Oddly. <laughs> Except they've got, you know, double the, uh, double the number of eyes. I mean, and more hair. It's pretty creepy, if you ask me. It's too, it's too many eyes. So, 
once we enter in the foyer, it, it's mostly used as a lounging room, per se, just to enjoy the sun's rays, like if it was cold. The, the weather itself, I believe, although cold, isn't as cold as the rest of the places we've been, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. Yeah, yeah it's, it's reasonable. So in the winter times, most likely the room was used as like a sunroom, wherever the rays would come in to kind of warm the area and just enjoy the sunlight. Maybe read some books, but there's plenty of rooms to read books. Like a library. We have a library. <laughs> but that is the foyer, and when we enter, Sol looks around for people, I guess. Okay, you look around for people, and you're able to track down some of the serving staff relatively easily. Uh, they're taken aback by your presence. They, they're sort of surprised to see you, and especially Hello surprised there. to see that you brought friends. Uh, as you can see, I, I brought some friends from the academy. Uh, they're on an exchange trip to discover things about the Elven lands. However, they have a discrepancy, uh, perchance, in the order of being able to come here. So it's mostly just a report for teachers. On the other hand, would one of you mind grabbing grow for me? Oh, of course, Your Highness. Thank you. The servant curtsies and goes off to fetch grow. <laughs> <laughs> well... This is the foyer of the home. Does anyone have any questions while we're here? I don't know. It's beautiful. Thank you. I like it quite a bit. I'll show you guys the music room at some point. It is amazing. We have a grand piano. Oh, sorry. I should talk normally while I'm here. We have a grand piano here. It's very lovely. So that's normal? I don't feel like that's normal, but do I have to speak differently? I can play. Oh, no, 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 no. No, uh, the servant staff is not used to me talking like a hick. A hick? I don't know about that. I thought it would be always as beautiful as the world. Well, originally I was using a different accent to blend in a little bit more. Oh, I see. And then it kind of became more natural over time, so this feels very uncomfortable now. Marcus snorts a little bit. But the staff doesn't know, so I must keep up appearances. I understand. Perfectly. Yeah, so, is there any protocols or uh, proper etiquette that we should know about? Please let us know before we have to figure it out for ourselves. Um, stand up straight. Don't talk to the staff. Uh, just be polite as possible if they do talk to you. Of course, yes. Thank you. And only really speak when spoken to. I really do. I understand. Thank you. Thank you all so much for understanding. I'm so sorry this is so awkward. It has been awkward for any of us, I think, so far. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, I don't know. Individual coming home's journeys. Well, we haven't seen Vera's home yet. We've no, only we seen the church. Which I hope we'll get to meet people at some time. And, and Sol will, like, put up their finger to, like, touch Vera. Huh? Vera moves away a bit. <laughs> okay. Not, not in that mood today. All right, you got it. Where are you from? Weed, quite. Where you from the weed? Where are you from? Are you from there? She's a beast. <laughs> Try not I to talk to bees me. while we're here. <laughs> is she still in bee form? Yeah, yes. she's on my shoulder. Oh. Well, it's She's a rat-sized bee. Wait, yeah. are we are we inside oh. of your yes. home then? Yes. Okay, so, so you saved had her rat-sized yeah. bee on your shoulders. You spoke to your staff. Yes. <laughs> so Vera will turn back into uh, herself. Ah! Not on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did she heal that? 
Did you hear my question? No, it turns out bees don't have ears, so I can't really... Vera! Oh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm wondering where Bro is. We've been waiting for a while. Perhaps we should just walk to his place. All right, so as you do that and turn to move out of the room, uh, that's when Gro is going to arrive. Gro! Gro is, walks into the room. Is my hubby. And uh, as soon as he sees you, he just starts smiling. Soul, you're back. <laughs> and you Surprise! brought all of your friends. Yes. He especially looks wary at Lovette. So, welcome to our home. We won't be here for very long unless you need more time for... And Soul kind of instinctively touches their right cheek. <laughs> Grow moves forward and uh, gives Soul a hug. Aw, Soul gives him a big hug back. But when they, like, step back after, like, the re- release of the hug, there's a very blank expression on their face, but they look like they're looking at Gro very intently. Well, it's good to see you again. We need to get your eye looked at, though. That's true. If it's uh, if it's what we think it is, it's very serious. Okay, um, is Daddy home at all? He arrived this morning. Yay! I mean, <clears throat> that's wonderful news. Sorry, this is really exhausting. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, should they come with us to your room, or would you prefer they be somewhere else? And he kind of just looks at them all and shrugs. It makes no real difference to me. I'm more concerned okay. about getting your eye repaired. Well, let's all go and go to Gro's room, shall we? Vera yes. looks like a plank of wood, and you're not even sure if she's actually breathing. <laughs> yeah, Karis is actually the same way. Karis has, has said nothing and may in fact be crying right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with my friends? <laughs> Alright. And Sol takes Gro's hand and ends up leading the way, actually. Alright. Karis so, is crying? That is actually happening? She may be crying, yeah. She's got like right, a she's got like a, a tear, maybe more going down, but she's not saying anything. She's just kind of like kinda, is walking like, behind the group. I'll, I'll kind of fall back so I can walk with her and like I don't know, gesture for her if she wants to slow down to help to stop somewhere. She just kind of shakes her head no at you. Okay, I'll still stay close. Alright, so you guys travel across the house. Uh, you pass through multiple rooms and hallways until you finally make it to one of the wings of the home where you are led into Gro's side of the house. His room is a large, sprawling, really, it almost looks more like a magical workshop than a bedroom. <laughs> one of the walls is completely glass looking out over the cliff face. There are multiple tables sitting around that have various bits of arcana on them. Shards of different kinds of crystals, different gemstones, different precious metals, bottles with various kinds of creature extracts and reagents. Uh, It looks like someone could make a lot of different things here. This is definitely the workshop of an artificer in training. Ah, it's nice to be back here. (laughs) There's also a lot of odds and ends hanging up around the room. Various pieces of equipment. You're not sure what any any of them are or what any of them do. Anyway. There's a lot of furs on (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Very good. Just laid out on the bed? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's like several of them makes up like comforters and stuff, pretty much. Well, that's what I was asking, is if the... If it was like the bed is comprised of furs, or if there's just a stack of furs on the bed, uh, the comforter is pretty much furs. Ah. It's the winter; it's cold, and fur is nice and cozy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, what do you need me to do, girl? Uh, just sit here and try to stay still as much as you can. Still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you need me to flip up my eye patch? He nods as he uh, picks up a small device. Okay. So he flips it up and tries to stay still. Okay. He kind of holds your eyelids apart over your uh, over your false eye, and he uses a device to uh, pluck the crystal sphere out of your head. <laughs> now, of course, you can still see out of it, even while this is all happening. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to close the eye that... I'm going to close my actual eye, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he sets it down in a, in a small matrix that sort of holds it with some unseen force. So it's sort of hovering above a small pedestal. And um, he, he's examining it, and the rest of the group can see that it's not... It doesn't look like it did before, like it's not hot, and it doesn't have like a red or orange dot on it, like it was before. So he looks at it, and he starts, uh, he casts a couple of spells on it first, and then he sits down and starts flipping through a book. You, you don't have to stay still anymore. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> it's only for the extraction. Well, so I'll still pass, the, I feel like they'd feel sick if they kept their actual eye open, if they can still mm-hmm. see out of the other oh. one. He, uh, he takes a small black cloth and places it over the... Over the orb. Thank you. And Sol puts the eye patch down over the socket. Well, uh, that feels weird. Uh. So how long does this take? I'm not certain exactly what went wrong with it. I figure it might take the better part of a day. What? What? How long? Maybe a day. A day? I mean, I'll work on it as quickly as I can. I'm not sure what's wrong, though. It's okay, girl. I understand. Um, I'm gonna go get rooms for everyone, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you need anything else from me before I go do that, girl? He sets the book down, stands up, and he gives you a hug. No. I love you too. Just, um, enjoy your time home, I guess. Thanks. Uh, I'll, when do you want to talk to mother? Well, if, if we're going to have a, a serious conversation, I should be there, I guess, so. Yeah, I just wanted to know when you would want to do that. He he sort of shrugs and says, "Whenever you're ready for it, just let me know, and I'll put the I'll put the, the books down and join." Thank you, love. Hmm. All right, let's go get some rooms for all of you, okay? And maybe you guys will meet Daddy while we're at it. I'm sure he's in the library again. <laughs> so Sol will lead the group out back to the foyer. How is Marcus doing, by the way? Is yeah, he enjoying Marcus, himself? I haven't heard his reaction yet. Marcus is. I, part of me wants to go. There are the tapestries. But Marcus is uh, really enjoying, uh, quiet contemplation, really enjoying himself, The just really just seeing all he can. The architecture in the entire place is very beautiful. It's Art Nouveau. If it's not Baroque, don't fix it. Disgusting. Uh, on the way back to the foyer, Sol stops at one of the bathrooms and kind of directs everyone into it uh, just to look. So this is one of the bathrooms. There is an entirely huge bath just for yourself or others if you so wish. It's very nice. There is a button off of the side that will allow the water to come down like rain. Otherwise, there's a fountain in the corner with natural spring water coming out. Uh, the water itself has like a milky surface to it. And underneath on the bottom is a natural growing moss. So it's very comfy to sit down on. What did, how does the rain machine work? Magic. Indoor plumbing. Magic? Yes. What if you used, if you were to use heating and, and uh, it is warm. interconnecting pipes? I, I feel like you could. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 
Why would we ruin the earth with pipes? What? That's not learning the else. It is making modifications. It is uh, an improvement of anything. Didn't you see the steam aisles? One of a kind. Oh, they sure were. Anyways, come along now. We must get you rooms. And I will have you on my side of the estate. Grow is not on my side of the estate. I see. Anyways, so... So I'll bring you brings you over to the more official protector's side of the house. Uh, Grow is technically on the side of the house where the staff live. <laughs> <laughs> there were some complications when I ran away. Uh, he used to I have a room on this side, and then uh, he had to move rooms. And he's just stayed there since. Why, what would make him change rooms? My mother. Well, they didn't think we were getting married for a little bit because I sort of ran away after the engagement was... The the, the competition for the engagement happened. So, I see. yes. No, just typical segregation. Well, it sounds like maybe it's something you have to deal with something well. Well, notably, he would have been welcome to move his room, except he's sort of set up his own little lab there, so there's no reason for him. He's been quite happy, I think. Although, I think he misses me very much. Probably. Anyways, Sol will find some extra rooms over on their side of the estate, and they'll touch the door in a certain way to mark for the staff that they need to be prepped for guests, and each one of you get your own room. <laughs> and again, all the floors are marble, the walls are marble, there's a lot of fucking marble, mm. and a lot of stained glass and big windows. Still, Eddie's lady likes her marble, huh? I guess if you can't let out the marble, it counts as being, uh, you know, okay, well, the elves. Marble well, is the not okay stone. <laughs> but every holiday here, actually, we host an entire party for the whole village here. So it's nice to have a showroom pretty much for everyone, as most people tend to wander anyways in areas, so the whole area must look nice. Well, it does look nice. Well, like about that. There are some rooms that are more wooden, per se. There's one that Gro showed me once that uh, was a little hidden. It was very nice. I hadn't been to it before. Anyways, well, these rooms are getting prepped for you. Uh, I marked them for the staff. Uh, in the meantime, would you all like to come to the library with me? Wait, what should we do in the meantime? We've kind of found ourselves in a bind if we don't talk or do anything. Well, I was going to introduce you to my daddy. Well, okay, so that sounds great. There we go for that. The library. It's not too crowded there. I... Oh, no, usually it's just me or dad in there. Okay. All right. And Sol leads the way to the library. And <clears throat> as classical as you can imagine, there's a big long table in the middle. There's books lining all the walls. There's a fireplace there with cushy couch chairs like surrounding it with a small little table in case you want to put books there uh chairs around the long table in the center it's a very cozy library but large well that hasn't been saying much but she she like she's been looking around in some kind of awe like definitely admiring everything but she's also very used to really rich people showing off their really really expensive stuff and it's like not really impressed by it anymore uh but like the the style and everything is definitely catching her attention and Vera's hood is so far up on her head that you don't even know how she can see. <laughs> She's practically inside, or just her. Clo- it's just her clothing. It's just like when you You're pull, a turtle. you completely pull the strings on a yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, so Sol will knock 
on the doors of the library first. All right, you knock on the doors of the library, and a little while later, a few seconds, you hear footsteps on the other side, and the door opens, revealing this person. You see an elf about three inches taller than Sol, with the exact same hair color. Hi, Daddy. Sol, you're back. <laughs> this is your father? Yeah. Well, hello, Sol. It's a pleasure to meet you. Ah, you brought all of your friends. Come in. He steps aside, revealing a very large, uh, multi-leveled library. I lean over to Sol and say, You know, I don't know why, but I pictured him with a beard. Elves can't grow beards. Really? I didn't know that. Well, at least not high elves. I don't know about other elves. Vera will reluctantly walk into the library. Okay. Ask. <laughs> so, I wanted to introduce you to all my friends, Daddy. Hmm, please do. Uh, this is Karis. She's... He holds out a hand to greet, or to shake. No. Uh, no. <laughs> like, so, like, bats their dad's <laughs> hand away. Oh. Uh, they haven't washed. She has a bit of a skin condition. It's uh, not good to touch. Oh, uh, all right. Sorry, Daddy. She's a wonderful friend, though. I love her very much. Uh, she sort of... You, you can tell that her eyes are sort of puffy and red a little bit. But she also blushes quite a bit, from what you're saying. And this is Marcus. He recently had some issues with fire, but he's getting better. Oh dear. I knew the Academy had live spell training, but didn't expect that they would have injured students with it. Soul smiles and winks at their dad. I should write a letter. <laughs> Moral of the story is, always wear protective clothing. And this is Lafette. She's from the Steam Isle. He gives you a little bow. Give a bow back. As I said, it's a pleasure to meet you. Sorry I said good things about you. He says, uh, the pleasure's all mine, and goes down on one knee to kind of get down to your eye level, and uh, kisses your hand. Oh. <laughs> Soul's eyes just, they, they start to glare at their father. <laughs> Remember well, when I said I was like... still mad at you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just uh, want to well, make sure. Blushes, he... no, sorry. He chuckles a little bit and stands back up. And this is Vera. She's kind of like a sister to me. She's my best friend. Vera looks up enough just to see your dad. He uh, he sees he sees you and she sort of studies your face for an extra second or so. Then is maybe considered totally normal. He and then he sort of looks relieved. Ah, good. So Vera will look down. What was that? Nothing. I'm just making sure that we'd never met before. I meet a lot of people in my travels. Yes, I know, Daddy. <laughs> he he kind of, like, scratches the back of his head and kind of, like, looks embarrassed. So, um... Have you talked to Rose yet? Actually, I have. Oh, how is she? Well, uh, as far as, as far as she said, at least. The dialogue isn't really that <clears throat> robust yet, but I'm trying. Well, I just wanted to visit you since we just got in, and the girl has to take care of an errand for me for a little while. I... Brought everyone in here to meet you very specifically. Uh, they haven't talked to mom yet. How's she doing? Oh, same as ever. A bit dour. Great. You know I how she can be. I need to talk to you and mom with Ro at some point this evening. Sure. Okay. I just would, wanted to let you know. Would it be alright to something we could discuss over dinner? Oh. Or do you intend to be here that long? Well, with the small little predicament that girl is helping me with, I don't know if we have to stay here tonight or not. But I prepared 
or I ask the staff to prepare rooms just in case. So I might be here overnight. It would be good to have you stay at home at least for one night. I could say the same for you. <laughs> well, you know my business takes me to lots of different places. Yes, and I know that business will eventually involve me at some point. Well, I would have it no other way. Good. And there's a very sly smile that I believe everyone can see both Soul and their dad have, like, the same exact expression for, on their face. It's very playful, but mischievous. <laughs> in the meantime, have you been studying up about the last thing we talked about in here? Mm, I have studied a bit more on the last thing we talked about in here. He kind of, like, gives a glance to your, your friends. Soul kind of, like, shrugs as if saying... Like, I think this is just, like, a father-child situation where they have the unspoken language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Soul's gestures are pretty much, like, mom doesn't know, but they... That they know, pretty much. Where it's it's kind of like a shrug, oops, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a, gr a grimace. <laughs> and more of a just, like, head shake, which is like, don't tell mom. <laughs> he just kind of sighs. You know... Some things are supposed to stay secrets for a reason. I didn't say anything, though. Corona did. That name. I found more information about that name. You mentioned you did. it before. Mm hmm. You mentioned it before, and I knew it. I had heard it somewhere. Well, I tracked it down. He walks over and starts running a finger across some books and pulls one out, sets it down on a nearby table, and flips it to a particular page. It says here that. He was active, mentions him by name, is called the Hierophant of Eden. At least that's how he's described here as his, as his yes. honorific. Well, says that he's been in a lot of different places, and the description I've noticed of him is also listed in, he pulls another book out, and another book out, and another book out. Oh my god. And he, he opens them up, and he's like, he's not listed by name here, but the description, if you read these passages... All sound the same, don't they? He points he points them out to you, and they're all different historical events, all involving like a mysterious figure being there and doing something of importance at each one. Interesting. So this hierophant seems to get around and he seems involved in a lot of different important events. So I would be very careful in dealing with him. I understand, that, Daddy. Well that has kinda of, she's not saying anything. As per instructions, but it does have a kind of suspicious look just watching this conversation go on. Okay, like, eyebrow raised, like, we'll hold up where where I thought he was our friend kind of look. Soul's father will notice this, say, do, do you have something to add? No. I assume you were there. He just the this. Well, I'm not saying that he's opposed to you. I'm just saying that dangerous things seem to happen around him. I, I understand. <laughs> Marcus. I mean... Fine. <sighs> what have... do you have on your mind, Marcus? I mean... <laughs> Soul's face is just like, don't fuck up. seen our group? We're uh, sometimes a little accident We are prom. all students. Exactly. I mean... We are not accident prone. We are well versed in our studies. And our focus is on training to be efficient. And what is the best trainer than failure? <sighs> I didn't mean to imply anything uh, averse, so 
It's just there, as I said, surprise. But they can keep pace. They're not really. Well, do you have any theories? I, I don't know the other to see lies. This trail control makes most sense to me. If this is such a powerful character and such a well-known individual, or at least frequently and sporadically seen. <clears throat> and since he's only seen at events of major importance? Well, of course, events of major importance are the times where people are writing things down. She has a point. But you don't think I it's do... odd that he appears at all of these? Well, he just happened to be at each one? What are you uh, suggesting, them? He shrugs and says that that's, I think, for you all to figure out, isn't it? Well, so. Well, he seems like a very good teacher, but I'll be wary. I'm not saying that he's going to turn on you. I'm simply saying that he seems to always be around when major changes and upheavals take place. Well, the thing about major changes and upheavals is that they take place uh, regardless where other person is or not. So we'll be careful, I guess. Hopefully, said changes don't occur. After all, what can we do? We are a bunch of students. <laughs> he kind of gives you like a half frown. Sure. So, how are your studies going? He, he asked very flatly. <clears throat> um. Uh, almost as if to say, fine, if we're going to play that game, let's play that mm-hmm. game. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind entertaining everyone after dinner tonight. That would be mm-hmm. lovely. The music room. Oh, that would be kind of nostalgic. So, just as a player, is this all coming back a little bit where the reason Soul was acting certain ways in the telecouse? A little bit. (laughs) That was almost fair, by the way. And all I... All because I tossed you. Yeah, (laughs) man. This is certainly a bit of deja vu. It is, isn't it? I'll definitely be there for dinner. I'll, of course... Probably sit a- across from you with Gro at my side. Uh, of course, Mom, Mother at the head of the table. He nods. Um, but I'll be around the house if you need me. Of course. Love you, Daddy. Love you too. And so I kind of. He says he likes what you've done with your hair. Oh shit! Well, <clears throat> it's technically grown out enough to where it's not too inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. That was that's what he was commenting on. Is that you've you've changed your do recently? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not as short as the last time he saw it. Well, isn't it also a ponytail? Mm-hmm. It isn't a ponytail. A very... That's what he was commenting on, because it was reminiscent <laughs> of his own hair. I wonder why. <laughs> it's almost as if I look up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very easily manageable style. He nods very matter-of-factly. That it is. Well, I'll see you at dinner then. Yep. Next is to talk to Mom. He pulls down two more books and gets back to what he was doing. Alright, guys. It's time to introduce you to my mother. Is that a bad thing? Really don't talk around her. Right. It's away. Okay. Where do you lead? I head to the reading room that I normally find my mother in. Very Mm -hmm. small reading room. Very cozy. Couches in front of a fireplace. Small table, but... Small. It's a small room. Lounge chairs, of course. <laughs> I knock at the door. Enter. Mother? And Sol kind of opens the door. Ah, Suleon, <laughs> you're back. I have guests. Really? That's a first? Yes. Um, may I introduce you to, uh, 
my friends, Karis, Lavette, Marcus, and Vera. All right, so as you're doing this, I'm assuming you're opening the door and actually, like, walking in. Yes. Okay, so as you do, you see the following person. Uh, you see a, a high elf who looks sort of ageless, it's as if they stopped aging when they were around age 35, and uh, they have a more reddish hair color than Sol, but they have the exact same eyes. And instead of wearing a teal feather, uh, like on a headband, like Sol does, uh, she's wearing it on a necklace. Everyone, this is my mother, Solicity. She gives like a half-head, sort of little slight nod to the group of you. I just wanted to let you know that I was home and maybe staying the evening. You're certainly welcome to do so. Thank you, Mother. And these are your friends? Yes. They're students from the Academy. Of course. I just wanted to introduce you to them before they stayed here. Of course, they need to meet the Master of the House. Indeed. Is there anything else you require? No, but I I was wondering if it was okay if me, you, Gro, and Dad kind of had a private conversation in the evening, maybe after dinner. I was planning on doing a bit of a musical performance after dinner to allow our palates to satiate for the evening. I suppose that would be fine. That is all. She kind of gives you all a dismissing dismissing nod and sits back down on a chair and goes back to what she was doing before you entered. Soul moves their arms in a gesture to be like, all right, we leave now. (laughs) Vera inhales. Hmm. Soul exhales. <laughs> and that's all the important people here. A servant, like, as they're walking by, like, Aww. just kind of stops what they were doing and just hangs their head in shame. <laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go check in with Ro. There are many places you're welcome to explore the entire estate. I'll come with you guys wherever you want. Or you're welcome to go to your rooms because... I think they should be finished soon. We are not allowed to explore on the company. Uh, I think I can trust you guys enough to not talk. So you're welcome to if you want. Okay, I'll need to so if I feel it's a need. Okay. Does anyone want to do anything before dinner? Uh, Vera definitely wouldn't be doing anything, like, risky at all, so... Okay. Would she go to her room? Yes. Okay. Marcus is going to soak. Okay. Okay. Figure out something about the diamonds as well. Well, um, I gotta ask her after he's done with my eye. I see. Alright, uh, should we not get it arranged ahead of time? Does it take any sort of time to, you know, get or something? I already asked him to get one. Oh, okay. As well, it must be a cover. I suppose I'm just not used to not having anything to do. Well, there's an entire library. There's plenty of bathhouses around the area. I can show you to another one. I know Marcus just went to take the one I showed near Grove's room earlier. But there's one closer by here, actually. <laughs> that does sound relaxing, especially without any more, you know what? Actually, Callie's... Yes? Is there somewhere you can uh, wait like to go? Is, is there anything you need to do? I mean... Like, talk to you for a minute, not... Yeah, we can talk. Why don't we find uh, one of these bathhouses? I feel maybe I thought some privacy though. Well, let me lead the way for you real quick. And Sol kind of goes through a couple of areas and goes to one of them. It's not exactly a bathhouse, just a room that has a giant-ass bathtub and, like, a bunch of sinks. And 
it's it's not really the toiletry area. It's the literal bathroom, you know? Right. Uh, this one should suit you both. Just hit this dial and Sol drags their finger down in a L formation on the door. And that will show that it's occupied. Uh, okay. How does how does the water in here work? It's warm. How does it work? Uh, okay. It's always flowing in there. And if you want the rainwater to come down, there should be a place you can put your hand on the side, on the outside of the actual bath. It's very easy to just feel. It, it, it protrudes a bit more. And the rainwater will come down. Otherwise, it's always flowing in there. Um, the minerals are constantly put in, in case anyone ever wants to take a bath. And it's all natural, too. It goes back into the earth and everything. Oh, wow, cool. That's great. Karis walks over to it and starts to disrobe. Oh, okay. I'm gonna leave the room now, and so, like, shuts it, and then, like, puts the L on the door. I assume they shut Lovette and Karis both in. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, shit! <laughs> uh, j- just so you know, make make sure to clothe before you come out. Sure. Okay. Of course. Alright, I can have that conversation now or later, but I want to have it in the other chat. Whenever. Do that now, so we'll be All right, back. Cool. Alright, so Karis uh, plunks into the bath. Yeah, well, it's kind of red. She's like, well, I, uh, did not realize I, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to. Okay, sure. Uh, it's been a really long time since we've been in a place with a decent bath facility. I mean, do you remember yeah, that spa? Yeah. And so do I that too. Save a lot of money, don't say. Uh, something like that. Something and can you believe like this place? It's crazy. It certainly makes all that life back at 60 miles feel kind of foolish. But it also feels a little bit I, I grew up in a sewer. Yeah. I bet it probably is pretty nice compared to that. An actual sewer. I'm sorry for that, guys. It's not a thing you need to be sorry for. I'm just... No. Sort of just drinking this all in, like like they live here. Yeah, like Soul grew up here. Yeah, this is Soul's normal. Yeah, she kind of sinks down into the water. And suddenly explains a few things, doesn't he? Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Well, that will disrupt and join the the water. I want to just to check up on you. Are you you all upset about the eye, Olivia? Is that right? What? No, was it long? I don't know. No, it was this this whole place. It just oh, I see. Just like too. Thinking about it, it's hard to kind of put into reality. It's it's almost like it feels like it's unreal. Yeah, like that at, it, at any moment, I'm just gonna wake up from a dream and I'll be in the back of the carriage again. You know, it's kind of crazy, though. Is that a little part of you wants that to happen? Hmm. I'm starting to miss that. I'm really, really about. This thing's coming up. I don't know how this is going to go. I I don't see any reason it could go wrong, but after uh, that, is he gone? We'll get her back. Don't worry about it. I'm certain it'll work. Something. I'm certain. Okay. I'm still worried there might be more of a ghost, but I'm prepared to pay it. So. Whatever's whatever's still in Marcus, we'll we'll extract, and we can use that to bring Moira back. I. I feel like you're the only person I can talk about these things to. I don't... When we saw my parents, they got me thinking about Soli again. Mm-hmm. In ways that probably should not be. I don't know oh, really? Are you not like... Wait, okay, maybe like that. That's not what I meant. I just, what do you mean? Wait, I mean like that. I just don't mean like that. You know. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I think... You sound like you're just talking in circles now. Yeah, I know. I do that. 
I'm sorry. Just just breathe and tell me what you're thinking. I just don't know what I could have possibly done differently. I feel like what would have to be different about me for them to feel differently. Do Kara I have to act different? Do I have to do different? Do I have to... Kara shrugs. I don't know. Oh, no, you don't I don't know. really understand any of that kind of thing. Oh, you don't? Not really well, no. It's not I like mean, I've really I mean, had a lot of experience. I suppose it's so equivalent to us. I mean, again, I was raised in a sewer. I just... I... Yeah. A bunch of vampires. It's... You're being on the same page as me. It's kind of why you might understand, so... Is it not something you felt for anyone ever before? Not really. Maybe I mean... It's a, a kind of a nightmare. I mean, maybe part of that's because I know that it's not really realistic. Because, you know, she put she touches one of her index fingers to the other index finger. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's not exactly realistic. So. Is what causes that what keeps your sister bound to you? Um, it's part of it, yeah. So we cannot undo one without the other? Well, some of it, maybe. There's a lot of... She, like, holds up an arm and, like sticks a leg up out of the water and kind of twists them this way and that. She's like, there's a lot of different things working at the same time. Like, show, showing off all the different sides of, of her body that has multiple tattoos on them. Or really, it's more like one massive interlinked tattoo. It's, um, certainly is something, isn't it? It is. It is kind of beautiful in a haunting way. It's, is it weird that I've never once considered it beautiful? No, I can understand that as well. It's like I'm a walking curse. You're not a curse, guys. You are a blessing, if anything. <laughs> well, thanks for, for thinking that. I feel like a curse. I feel useless. <laughs> I tried so hard to convince Sol that they didn't have to feel so troubled. I, mean, I thought I tried to do what you said and what Nazel said. But I figured Sol doesn't really seem like they want a romantic gesture, but if I can make them happy, but I can't. I don't know. Why? Maybe it's time to look for uh, other prospects then. Yeah, I think so. It's a little more difficult, so it's easier, <laughs> but easier said than done. Is that the flame in the village when you are not traveling together and such? Well, I mean, Sol's dad gave you a pretty warm welcome. That was certainly something. Uh, I think uh, not really my type, and that would complicate things more than not, but. I'm pretty sure that's the first time that anything like that has ever happened to me. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll find the right person. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. But I still don't. I don't know. It's it's not about just Sully anymore. I mean, I don't know what impact I have really on anyone. If I were not here, if I... I don't know. They even cut the ropes. Like when I first met them, I thought that I was being some kind of hero. I was finally living out my dreams, uh, my little childhood dreams, uh, helping Archibald rescue the princess. But then we left, I saw the ropes were already cut. Hmm. They didn't need me to begin with. I'm really dead. I don't think that's entirely true. I think that we all contribute in our own way. I don't think any one of us could do this. And I think that if one of us wasn't here, the rest of us couldn't do it either. I think we were all relying on each other for something. <laughs> like a hive, then? Kinda, yeah. Maybe Vera's not a crazy cultist after all. I, I mean, both of those things can be true. And Karis chuckles. You're probably right. When's the last time Vera had a bath? Oh boy. We should have felt her into one of these. 
I think that's a good idea. Let's find her. Alright. <laughs> Head back to do that then, I guess. <laughs> Alright. Welcome back! Well, thanks! We're talking I, about you or anything. I feel really good, thank you. That that feels nice. Yeah, thank you, really. It's good to be welcomed You're back. Welcome. We're talking it? about baths. Oh, so are yeah. we. Yeah. And Screwy was insinuating that Vera doesn't bathe. <laughs> so oh my god, that's what we were talking about! <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Bad shade for Vera. <laughs> to be fair, she probably doesn't smell that great right now. Okay. No, but neither does Soul. I mean, Druid. I mean, just saying. That's funny. That's exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> Alright. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Vera smells. Alright, so, where is the rest of the party? Where is Marcus, Soul, and Vera? I know Marcus went to take a bath. Okay. I think Sol would probably take a bath in a private room themselves. They knew Lavette and Kiris wanted to talk, so they gave space, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they, they had their own private room for a little bit. But when they go back to their own personal room, which has stayed the same since they left, uh. yeah, they probably would have been changed by the staff into a more appropriate outfit for dinner. Yay! <laughs> And Vera attempted to get to her room. Yeah. Yep. And I promise to knock when it's time for dinner. (laughs) And that's about it. I don't know if anyone wants to do something specific. Well, I do, but not before dinner. Not before dinner? Uh, Okay. Karis and Levette were specifically seeking out Vera. How so? They were going to look for Vera. They're looking for Vera right now. Then you can find them in the room. room. Okay. That's what they'll do. I mean, Levette will knock on a room. A knock, knock, knock. It will open up very slightly, like a sliver, so you can just see her silver eyes just peering at you. Yes? Oh my god, Val, you should see how many bees they keep in this room. What? It's a bee room. I don't know what it's called. It's incredible. It's yeah. so many. We, we like found this... a room that is just filled with bees. That makes sense motive. <laughs> make a sense motive check, please. It's a 16. I'm going to make right. a roll here. I, how do I make a roll that cannot be seen, or can you make one for me? Yeah, I can make one for you. And I'm just looking at uh, Lavette. Oh, fair enough. You think that Lavette's telling the truth? R- really? Yeah, girls. I mean, what do you mean, lady? Why would I lie to you? Where, where is it? Uh, I'll show you. Come on, just tell me. Staff didn't tell us. Yeah, the house must have like an apiary or something because it's just it's massive. So Vera will poke her head out the door, look both ways in the hall, and then step out. Why are you so scared? Just not comfortable being here. Everything I know about the culture here is not something that I can support. Well, it's it's matriarchal. We kind of run things here, don't we? It's it's kind of nice. That's the problem, is the people are ruling it. They're separating people based on stature. Can can we just go to the bee room so I can... It's got those people. Sure, yeah. Alright, we'll lead we'll lead Vera to the beer room. <laughs> okay. So Vera, you are led to a room that does not it seems like a nondescript chamber. And uh how how is how are you doing this, Levette? Alright, well as soon as we get in, I'll be like, Kalis gets it all So you all three walk into a room and Karis quickly closes it and st- right. stands in the way of the door, I guess. I don't, this is a very bad idea. This is, this a, is a terrible idea. idea. This is a terrible idea. And it, well, it's about to get worse. <laughs> we, all right. 
do I do do, do I want to do this? Dude, uh, I don't right, know. Too what we're, we're too late. We're too deep in. All right, I'm going like, to leap on. I'm going to like grab on to Vera and be like, we need to get these smelly lobes up. You need to take a bath now. Get, get off of me. Get off. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, no, we what? sleep in the tiny cult. Oh, and we have the same room. We uh, sleep in the same room and it already smells like Marcus's blood. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I just, we just, why do we need you to take a bath? Trying to pry Levent <laughs> off of me. Alright. Alright. Well, are there like combat maneuvers? What is yeah, happening? So, I mean, I've so got myself I'm ready to click that. gonna need some rolls here because, you know, <laughs> that's how this works. So. Essentially, you guys are doing what they did to Grumpy in uh, Snow White. You're essentially just dunking poor Vera. Oh, we'll see who gets dunked. Yeah, we'll oh. see. We'll see. Get dunked on. Oh, <laughs> dunked upon. Someone's about to get dunked on. All right, uh, give me a combat maneuver from Levette, please. Oh, that was a twenty-one. That was pretty good. That see, that was pretty good, but it's still not good enough. In fact, oh. in fact. Uh, Vera has a combat mirror defense of 24. Oh, damn. So even, if you, even if you were to roll a 20, it, I mean, it, it, because a 20 is an auto hit, it would still hit, but, yeah. you know, adjusted wise, you'd still be a 23. So it, yeah, like, Vera's much better at combat than you. Yeah, I know. Now, you did catch Vera flat footed, however. <sighs> so because of that, Vera's oh. actually going to lose four points of AC. Oh. Taking her CMD down to 20. <gasps> Meaning, you successfully pushed Vera into the bath. If I that's what you're trying to do. I'm that... trying to get her clothes off. Oh, in that case, her... you, oh. you successfully pull her, her cloak off. Like, oh, like so that my hood? I'm not going to just thump you in. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, Levette removes <laughs> uh, Vera's like, cloak. Wow. Vera screams. Straight up. Uh, what's the ground made of? Uh, the ground is made of, in this room, I believe it's marble. So what you see, you basically rip off the outer layer of Vera's clothes in your attempt to push her into the into the bath. I guess so. I don't really like how that sounds, but I guess that's what happened. Wow, that's <laughs> kind of, I mean, that's kind of what happened. Well, look, you're not... Come on. Come on, guys. This is a personal hygiene issue, all right? right? Yeah, exactly. We're all ladies here. <laughs> this we is an intervention. Say, this is it's, an intervention. We all wanted to do it to someone at uh, at con. We've always it's, want it's it's the fucking druid. Just we've all been stuck in the elevator with Avera. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Don't be Avera. Levette's been stuck in. Levette's been stuck in one too many elevators. <laughs> like Zeno said, uh, as soon as you pull that cloak down, uh, Vera screams and just like innately like casts a spell on the ground uh, under where you're standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, uh, this is what you see. <gasps> ooh, ooh. <gasps> <laughs> the smolder. <gasps> okay, so what 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 is the stone shaped into? This is so, affects my reaction. So so, <laughs> so what happens is the marble almost reaches up from the ground and mm-hmm. like grabs you into place, like and holds you and, and immobilizes you. Um, 
So like the marble, almost like a hand comes up from the marble and just kind of... What is immobilized? My arms? My legs? Yeah, so it's like grabbing you like above the shoulders. So it's coming up from the ground and grabbing you and closing off. So you cannot physically leave that spot. My head is free? Your head is, yeah, your head is is free and probably your hands are still able to do stuff. But your arms are kind of pinned and your your legs are definitely not able to do anything. But to those at home... Uh, you're able to see that Vera, with the cloak removed, has uh, pointed ears. Oh, are you like me? So, are there windows in this? Not in the bathroom. No, no. not in the bathroom. Well, they, so if they are, they're smoked. So there is a... What does the door look like? It should be wooden. Vera transforms into a large bee and is going to ram it at full speed. Ram the wooden door? Yes. As a large bee? Like a horse-sized bee? Yes. Jesus Christ. Shit, that's okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh... I'm sorry, love. My poor home. <laughs> How am oh. I going to explain this to my mom? Uh, yeah, really. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we did the thing that we said you would. You said not to do. So go ahead and apply the the large wild shape effect to yourself, and then give me a strength check, or rather a combat maneuver. All right. I'd rather have a combat maneuver from you. Come on. That is a 21. All right. You rush into the door, and the extra weight behind your large beast shape uh, allows you to push the door open easily. Karis literally has to jump out of the way to avoid being crushed, because she was blocking the door. Uh, But the door breaks off its hinges, and you kind of, like, skitter across the the slick marble floor and kind of, like, bump into the hall on the other side of the... or bump into the wall on the other side of the hallway. Uh, They failed the plan! So, Vera's going to roll a, a die here. Yeah, there are servants out, and they scream and start running in all directions. Vera uh, is oh. basically Vera does not care what is happening. It's basically like a trapped animal. She's just going through the hall, trying to get out as wherever she can find. Okay, uh, you you find uh, a like a stained glass window leading out. Uh, you think you could probably burst through if you want to, unless you want to find a door. It's up to you. Is there a door nearby? Um, not in the hallway you're in, but you could fly maybe into an adjoining room where there's a door. It all it all depends on how chaotic you are, like as how how frenzied you are, rather. Very. So I guess the wind. If I see the window, that's mm-hmm. where I'm going. Yeah, you'll see a window first. Is it big enough for me to go through? Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, soul. All right. I fly through it. Uh, you uh, give me another combat maneuver. Just to just to make sure you don't like do extra poorly. Okay, no, you're fine. Twenty. <laughs> so you get a thirty-three. You uh, tuck in and you kind of do a drill spin and you burst through the the glass and just throw a cascade of stained glass out in front of you as you uh, burst into the open air. Kelly's going get soil. What? What just happened? Wait, got me. I don't know. I get soil. I find a way to get me out of here, please. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Karis gets up and like. Shakily, like, runs out of the room. <laughs> and Vera's going to fly off into the forest. Jesus All right. mother fucking Christ. <laughs> How long so have you good. been holding on to that one? The character's race since the fucking character was made. Like, Yeah. That's been, a, that's been a session zero secret. Right, I could tell. Like, that was, that was going to be, like, that, was, that to me was on par with the drug addiction, but the drug addiction got outed instantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, boy. Shit happens. All right. So, Vera disappears into the woods. The servants are screaming. There's a mass panic. And it's in short order that, Sol, wherever you were at the time, uh, yeah. in a bath somewhere, probably being bathed by two servants, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you hear uh, screaming in the hallway, and you instantly know that your friends have fucked up. Mm-hmm. Not Marcus. Sol just stands up. Presses the button for the rain to get whatever suds off of them. And then they, like, move their arms out for them to be clothed, pretty much. (sighs) (laughs) And they slam the door open. And they walk out. And they see this fucking shattered window. (laughs) And they just put both of their hands in a prayer stance up to their lips and nose. Boy. What (laughs) happened? Uh, one of the servants will rush over and, like, kind of bow and say, Your Highness, the the door exploded out and a massive bee, uh, it, it came out and we thought it was going to attack. We scrambled away and then it, it flew through one of the windows. We haven't seen it since. I see. Uh, are all of you all right? Oh, y- y- yes, we're all fine. Oh, a little I... scared, but do you, is it, do you, oh, sorry. And then they, like, stammer and, and eventually shut up. No, 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 no. Please, ask me what you want. I'm here to listen. No, it's it's not our place to ask. All right. Well, let's get this glass cleaned up. I will investigate and find out what happened. Let's hope that's the only creature here. Thank you, Your Highness. Please, and the, be the, aware. Your, your staff scrambles into action to clean up the, the mess. Thank you, everyone. And Sol just looks around to see wh- what debris was made due to Vera's rampage. Mm-hmm. So... Was there stuff, like, decorating the halls and stuff? Yep. Because it was a scramble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like like a cat skittering on, like... Yes. <laughs> yeah. a giant horse-sized beast. A giant horse-sized, <laughs> six-legged creature skittering through the hallway, knocking shit over the whole time. Soul yeah. slowly follows this train of destruction back to the bathroom and finds Levette and Karis, I believe. Well, Karis is not in there. Karis is actually out okay. looking for you. So I find Levette? Yeah. Cased in stone. That's her. You find Levette. What did you do to her? <laughs> what? Like, what? Look what Levette made. <laughs> what did you do to her? What? What do you mean, what did I do to her? Why, do you why would she, like, why why, she why freak happen? out like this? Maybe she just like, did something wrong. Why do I have to be the one that did something Soul wrong? Soul slams the door behind them. Is there okay. a door? Uh, no. Well, I guess not. No. <laughs> There's no door to slam. <laughs> slam the hinge. They just slam their hand against the hit, the like side, the the frame of the door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I asked you to do was to stay low. We did. I did. I stayed low. This is yes. Yeah. I understand you're short. It's very easy. I get it. Oh, fine. If you want the answers, you can go find someone else. Ah, have fun staying there for dinner then. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Wait. 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 <laughs> Look, I, yes. uh, Alice and I, we politely, very politely asked Vera if she could just, you know, bathe a little bit. She would have bathed by herself if you were being polite and asked you to leave the room. She Why? Asked us. Did you take her hood off? What would make you say that sort of thing? What would, what, why? I'm asking, did you take her hood off? What do you know? Sol looks very annoyed at this back talk. They take out their liar and they use suggestion. Oh. Confess to me what you did. Do I get a save? I believe so. One moment. 
Jesus. <laughs> How's Marcus doing, by the way? Yeah, he's probably having a great bath. <laughs> yeah, Mar- I just, uh, no, no. What, what's happening to Marcus, and I was actually thinking about the scene in my head just, just to figure out where everybody was at. Marcus has two servants, like, scrubbing on Marcus, and Marcus is definitely leaving a ring in the tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from, like, dead skin. <laughs> Mm. Ew. Yeah. Can't wait the for wa- them to clean that mm. one out. The, the water's kind of turned a little, like, grayish color. Mm. <laughs> 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 Y'all welcome. Hard. The servants are just like, oh god, why? What's the saving roll that Levat has uh, It's a will save, and I'll tell you if you succeed. That's a 21. You succeed. <laughs> wait, alright, so what, what did you suggest I do again? Confess to what you did. I told you the truth. <sighs> oh, yeah. So I maybe just I wasn't polite about asking, but I I didn't mean to make y'all freak out. You know, Vera's been always private about her own affairs. We always private about everything. I don't know, and what what that means at this point. I, after all, what we found out had been in my home, I thought maybe that's just the way she is. She doesn't like to talk about pe- things because she doesn't need to pull people into her life. I didn't think it was a strict aversion. I'm leaving you there until the staff gets to you. <laughs> oh, damn. Soul turns around and walks out. Uh, so as you walk out, you see like uh, you see Karis like running down the hall. Oh, Karis! Soul, there you are. I've been looking. Oh, oh, yes. <clears throat> give me, Can you give me a second. Give me a second, Karis. Come. She me. she like leans against the hallway. <laughs> can't. <clears throat> it's okay, Karis. We it's talked a, about it already. It's a really it's a really big house. <laughs> what did you see that made Vera upset, Karis? <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, <clears throat> we we were just going to play a little joke mm-hmm. because we thought that Vera needed a bath. Oh no, I'm well aware of what you I, wanted. What did I you thought do we were that just made Vera so upset? I just stood in the door to keep Vera from leaving. I thought Levette was going to was going to talk, but then she just jumped. Onto Vera's what? cloak and pulled it off. Don't send me out like this, guys. What the hell? <laughs> Fucking snitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's the truth. So you saw Vera without her hood. That's what you're telling me? I mean, it's not like I didn't already know. Well, same. But even still. It's not my business like to say. To I know, but I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't no. think that's how it was going to go, alright? I'm sorry. I certainly didn't think that Vera would turn into a, a bee the size of a horse and try to kill me. I know. Karis, uh, please go back to your room and I'm, just rest until dinner, okay? I'm, the staff are currently cleaning up Vera's mess. I'm sorry. It's okay. And Sol puts a little dancing light on Karis's nose. Just rest up, okay? She nods and walks away. And Sol looks at Lavette slowly turning towards them. She does not make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Meanwhile, Marcus, I come from a land down under. Scrubby scrub scrubs. Playing, a, playing in the water. It has like... that, uh, that music playing in the background. Like, da 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 I I tried to make sure that everyone was comfortable during their visit. My bad. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, I ruined everything. <laughs> Marcus asks, do they have any wine? Oh, of oh, course. A servant oh. a servant goes off to fetch you a pitcher of wine, while another servant is scrubbing the bunions off your feet. Best death ever. <laughs> you can't say I, mean, I, I didn't send Marcus off on a good day. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, Ty- you know? Of course I did. Do you remember when I said elf instincts exist? You didn't know it's me? Well... You're very much so mostly known, and you don't really have... That's not how it works. You're very short, though. But Lara's eyes were a giveaway from the very beginning. Okay. I've only known one other elephant, as we know now. She's not like these ones. And all in all, I was respecting her to tell me when she was comfortable. I didn't want this to happen. I know. However, you will stay there until the staff get to you. Wait, I can I can get help if you can get me out. Or I can at least try. Well, I still need to get staff. And I have to explain what happened to my mother. <laughs> you see what she did to the stone? Well, that's wiggling her hands. Yeah. <laughs> you hide. Oh, I'm well aware I know what Vera can do. She doesn't believe in herself. I know, but... It- I didn't feel like that. I just thought you'd be happy to see it. there are currently other things that have happened very recently that I do not have enough emotional standpoint to enjoy that currently. I'm going to go get staff so that you can get broken out of that stone and they can repair this entire bathroom. I hope you enjoy the steam. And <laughs> Sol turns to walk to get some help. <laughs> oh, Jesus, the steam isn't there. Oh, it's getting really hard to please. Uh, Sol gets to one of their staff. Excuse me, uh, one of my friends, I, I don't know how, um, they seem to have been stuck in stone in the bathroom. Would you mind chiseling them out? The servant, like, does a double take at your orders and then nods <laughs> and goes off to do it. Thank you. Now I gotta go talk to mom. Fuck. <laughs> so it's at this point you turn from giving that servant orders, you turn and standing there at the end of the hall... Looking about as you would expect her to look is your mother. <clears throat> oh, God! Soliana. Mother. May I have a word with you? Of course. She turns and, and walks out of the hallway. And Sol feels like a child again. They're like heads bowed down. They're, they've got terrible posture right now. It's They have shrunk to their smallest size and they look like they're in trouble. And I think all the staff, as they pass them, <laughs> see it. All right. So Solicity leads you into a side room. Doesn't even matter which one. She walks in, turns around, and waits for you to enter the room and shut the door behind you. I do that. So, Liana. Yes, Mom? Would you care to explain to me why I heard a servant tell me that a giant bee damaged one of the doors and broke one of our particularly nice stained glass windows. <clears throat> I can explain to you what happened if you promise to remain calm until the end of my explanation. I will remain very calm. Okay. My friend, who was Vera, the, the one in green... She nods. She beat the gnome and the human with the white hair... Um, they ambushed her in a bathroom, 
and tried to make her take a bath without her consent and pulled off her hood and found out that she was a half-elf, which has been a huge secret from everyone and she hasn't really told anyone yet. And I think she really hates it, so she kind of freaked out, turned into what I assumed to be a giant bee, uh, and left. She she takes a breath and nods in, in, in understanding. And these are the people that you regularly trust with your life. I don't trust them with my life. Do you not go on adventures with these people? I do, but... And you, you fight side by side with them? Yes. And you don't trust them? I don't trust most people. And Soul's pouting now. They're, they've reduced themselves down to being like a kid again, pretty much. Like, this is this is a kid talking to their mom. Tell me to be smarter than to trust people that much. Well, I have two important things to say to you right now. So listen. Okay. The first is if you're going to put your life on the line, you need to learn to find people that you can trust before you do that. So the next group of adventurers that you find, I want you to find ones that you can trust, not ones that you are suspicious of. And I mean the next group, because this is over. What? No. No, I have to finish something first. You can finish it after you're done. Mom, that's not fair! She, like, shoots a look at you. (laughs) And the, the, the lower lip... Is starting to quiver. Mom. I knew I was too lenient. No, Mom, please. I promise I'll be better. You promise you'll be better. That's rich. Look, your friends are obviously not up to the quality level they need to be, alright? The I fact that you can't what even. What thing, Mom? What thing? You. What could possibly be so important? I need to take care of Glarve. Before he comes and kills everyone here. Why do you think I've been asking Gro to gain a militia so everyone's safe? Did you tip the enemy off? Only one. It doesn't matter. One or all of them, it doesn't matter. Look, you told me that if I ever saw those symbols, that I should go and get a hero. Well, I don't know any heroes other than myself. For five generations, we have kept the barrier. We have kept the barrier safe. And you do know why it's been kept safe and how? Through one thing. Secrecy. And you've blown it before you ever even got to have the transference of power. You failed. You failed the entire family. No. Don't say that. No. I need to think. So, uh, so she, got e- she, tears, like, going for the, down the for side the, of their eyes. For the first time in your lifetime... I think it's probably fair to say she looks shaken. Mom, I'm going to take care of it. <sighs> Go to your room. No, Mom, Listen. Please. Listen to me. Go to your room. I'll fetch you later. All right? Do not leave. I'm sorry. And Soul turns and runs. All right. All right. Shit. Shit. Welcome back. <laughs> oh jeez, I don't like the sound of that. Oh, it's getting fucking good. It's getting fucking good. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is a lovely vintage. Oh. <laughs> I love Marcus's in between intermissions. We're, we're glad you enjoy it, my lord. Would you like more? Oh, I shouldn't. Yes. 
They nod and take the empty pitcher and go fetch you another. Oh, do you happen to have some cheese and maybe a little bit of a, of, 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 uh, a meat platter? Right away, my lord. They they look genuinely happy to be receiving requests. I'm gonna miss they this. A, they have a good laugh, laugh in the palace. <laughs> I don't know what this boss is, and this is my. I'm fucking don't have anything else to live for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, God, we're okay. So fuck. All right. So we've got Marcus having a lovely bath. We've got Levette stuck in a stone floor trap thing. Uh, Getting chiseled out. We've got Vera having a freak out in the woods. And we've got Sol, like, now running through the hallway crying, I believe. So. I was sent to the room. Yeah. Well, you're running to your room. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wait, are you coming back to where Marcus is? or No. 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 So literally everyone's going in a different direction. <laughs> the party has... What's the party? Oh. The we party... finally did it, guys! We did it. The party <laughs> broke up. It's all ogre. <laughs> Shit's getting real. So... Oh, but by the way, I totally thought that Vera was like... The cloak was going to come off, and I thought they were going to be covered in like bees just all over them. Oh, that's that's way too tame. Yeah, I know, but... I'll I mean, like probably still them. are, partially. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, there's bees on Vera. It's Vera, I mean, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, I know, but all I can think of is little Nicky, uh, Henry Winkler, covered in bees. <laughs> all right, so, first things first, we're going to start with Vera. All right. So, you have flown into the forest, sort of dodging trees and zipping around at full speed. Eventually, uh, I feel like they'd get just tired out due to the panic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and would eventually change back. Yeah. Uh, and they will probably just continue having a panic attack until they can calm themselves down at all so they can just think. Okay. So you, you kind of like, you're, you're like leaning up against a tree, like you've just shifted back into into your normal form. Yep. Like and Mellifera's sting is just like in, like on her chest, just like holding it. Mm. So that's all that's so, happening at that moment. Mm. And you're, you're sort of like just leaning up against a tree and breathing and you hear a voice it rises up like the sound of, uh, of 10,000 voices at once. Vera. What? What are you running from? They know. And? You know what people think of us. How can I know they won't do the same? Do you not travel with them? As a human. But they travel with an elf. And they travel with a halfling. And they travel with a human. I don't know how people treat the gnomish in this part of the area. Vera will, like, just fall onto the ground, like, sitting back against the tree. Vera, you have strength. More now than you've ever had. What should I do? You have the strength to face this. <sighs> Vera's going to catch themselves, like, just try to start breathing regularly again. The hive needs you. You must I persist. I know. Okay. Vera will turn back into a bee. Let's say tiny. All right. You become a tiny-sized bee, so one the size of a rat or cat. And you start making your way back then? Yeah. Our hopes fly with you, Vera. All right. Meanwhile... Cased in stone. (laughs) Meanwhile, Levette, you have three servants with chisels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I asked them the hard way to get you out. And they're they're tap they're they're chiseling you out a little bit at a time, just trying to remove the marble. Just get my alms. If you could 
Just if you can get my arms, I can get the list. I'd like to think that Soul uh, Wait, specifically told them not to listen to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't listen to her anyway. Oh, actually, I'm, I'd be speaking in Elvish. Wait, so I guess I... Although... Hmm? Alright, uh... Do they get my arms out at any point? No, no, it's gonna take a long time. Oh, it's, shit. It's a lot of marble. <laughs> so they're chiseling yeah, you it's out. it's fucking marble. <laughs> Is marble hard to chisel out? Eh, not really. <laughs> But they were. It, it's still going to take time, and I didn't really ask for any magic users with stone shape either. Aren't there a lot of fucking magic users here? Yes, there are. And I specifically asked them to chisel her out yep. as punishment. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so is my hood still there? Yes. It... Okay. So it's like oh, the hood okay. and also the uh, little cape thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Marcus, you are... <clears throat> you finish up your bath... And you are brought a collection of cheeses. <laughs> Lovely. Well, at least he's been the most well-mannered at this goddamn place. Yeah, surprisingly. Good <laughs> show. I was doing so well, I don't know what came over me. <laughs> but I love it so much. It's so good. I know. Oh. You guys are the death of me. Uh, I mean, like, I don't regret it at all, but... Oh, uh, but I kind of regret it. <laughs> There's a knock at Soul's door. Uh, the door Who to Soul's is it? room. it? It's Karis. What do you need, Karis? I, I didn't know if we could talk. Soul opens the door and lets Karis in. Uh, is it apparent that you've been crying? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's ugly cl- crying. Well, ugly they, crying. They, they, yeah, it's ugly cry. <laughs> oh, ugly cry time. Like, a child was crying for like an hour at least kind of cry. I don't... I'm sorry. It's okay. What can I do for you? What's going to happen? I can't say right now, because more than likely, I'm being listened to at this very moment. Karis immediately looks panicked. It'll be okay. I um, promise. Okay, um, I'll talk to you later then. I will see you at dinner, okay? She nods and, and heads for the door. Karis. Yes? I love you very much. I hope you know that. Her no uh, what. her bottom lip starts to quiver, and she her her eyes kind of well up with tears. You will always be my family. Don't talk like that. Enjoy the rest of the evening before dinner. Rest up, okay? She leaves the room. If if one of you guys wants to just finish me off with one of those chisels, just go, Sally. <laughs> don't even don't hesitate. Like like in the temple, play here. Like, moves her neck over, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, where's Zero in all this? Oh, oh you didn't know! Oh, yeah, that's know. right, you don't know, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zero but she kind of got back to the Zero boat. Zero got eaten the dog? No, they, they ate him. Yeah. They killed well, off sorry, the we dog? Were, no, no, no. We, had, we had two days of nondescript travel. I think it's fair to say that we at least mentioned this. Um, no! I don't know we, anything about this. No, I know, I'm telling you right now. Okay. We left her with Lovett's parents. Oh, thank God. I, I thought you yeah. killed off the dog. No, we said <laughs> we asked we asked Archie if he wanted to take her with or leave him there because it's really fucking dangerous. And he was like, "Oh, I guess I should leave it here." Jesus. No, we didn't kill the dog. We, we explicitly did the opposite. We 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 kept the dog out of the stories that so that she won't be killed. Technically, it's Schrodinger's dog right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in a state between life and death. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> somewhere on Steam Early Access. Wow. 
or you know, like Marcus is. I'd so, say Marcus is in Steam really acts. <laughs> no, Marcus is that uh, state between death and actually and alive. Right, Marcus right, is right, that right. state between a halfling and a uh, burnt <coughs> potato. Yeah, and a burnt potato. <laughs> so Vera returns, and she's just going to be on the outside of the building looking in. She does not know how to approach this in general because she's uh, never really had to before. Some recon kind of okay. trying to figure out what she's doing. I mean, technically the window's still open. It is. I don't think there's any issue of Vera being able to get in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she's just going to be watching, seeing what was happening. So so what do I see? I see people cleaning up after I freaked out. Yep. You see mostly people cleaning. That's about all you can see from the outside. If you venture deeper into the house, I'll explain more. Otherwise, that's about all you can see from, from out there. Yeah, Vera will fly in through the window and go on top of the ceiling mm-hmm. and just be crawling on top. Sure. Just don't look up. You see a big fucking bee right, just so sitting you, in the corner. So you climb through the house and uh, you're looking around. You can hear Marcus on the other side of a door uh, as he's enjoying some succulent cheeses. Continue going. You can hear uh, from the room that you burst out of. You can hear Levette like begging Asking servants to be killed. To, yeah, you, you begging servants <laughs> to kill them. Um, you see Karis sitting on a bench out in an open area, just kind of like looking hollow. And yeah, that's about it. It's about all you can hear and, and see. Marcus is living his best life. Glad somebody is. <laughs> yeah. Blissfully unaware. And I don't see Soul. Sleep. No. Soul is quietly in their room. Can Vera look in the windows at all of the outside? Mm-hmm. So you want to look for, you're looking for Soul? Yeah. Okay. Um, after about five minutes of searching windows, you eventually find the one that leads into Soul's room. Soul just has themselves thrown on their bed, pretty much. Pillow and face. They're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe dead. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what Vera would do, if anything. Does it, is anyone else doing anything? No. Levette's oh, sorry, literally Levette. trapped. Can't. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, Marcus is having the time of his life. Soul is... I can't leave. Yeah, and you are doing your thing, so... Karis is in also, like, a malaise. Not able to really do anything right now either, so... It's, uh, you're the only one left active until dinner. I guess Vera would tap on the window, like, like, boop, boop, like a bumblebee. so cute! (laughs) Soul's head jostles up, and they look annoyed at first, and then they see Vera, and, like, this relief look on their face happens and they just they like try to stand up to go to the window and then they fall like on the way to the window they get back up and they open it Vera? We'll land like on a desk or something or nice stand or something. I'll close the window. Are you okay? Did Levette hurt you? Just vibrating like I think it'd be like a hesitation and then the same no gesture that Hummel would use. Oh okay you're okay no to which one you're not okay Okay, or Levette hurt you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. She does a, like, movement that you don't understand. <laughs> okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. Did Levette hurt you? Reluctant, no. Will you still stay with us? Yes. Soul looks relieved, but, uh, oh god, I'm actually crying. Uh a tear goes down their cheek. I'm gonna try my best to do the same. Vera would pace around in a concerning way, like they don't like what that sounded like. My mom is really upset with me, and I would tell you more, but I don't know if anyone's listening in. So you'll just have to. Can you do that? 
Yes. Do you want to stay in here till dinner? Vera will fly like on the bed. Soul kind of goes on the bed. They, they like have enough room for Vera, and then they just curl like around the space around Vera. <laughs> they just kind of have a pillow to their tummy, and it's just quiet. And that's it for us, I guess. All right. I'm just happily sitting here eating popcorn, enjoying the bullshit that I've created. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh, <laughs> wonderful. Is it as good as you dreamed? It's Dirty. better than I ever ever hoped. That's what I was hoping you'd say. Because I don't understand. I don't know why am I such a force of fucking chaos and destruction. <laughs> I don't mean to be like this. <laughs> I want to do the You're right things. A, I feel like you'd have a therapy session with the uh, people chiseling you out. Yeah, you know what? I like that idea. Well, that is definitely... <laughs> I don't know why I'm like oh. this. It's just... why, am I, why am I like this? What, what is wrong with me? I'm just a boss of... Chaos and destruction, death. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, the advice the servants would give. And honestly, the servants would probably tell you that they're like, you know, you probably just need to get laid. Hollywood, oh, you have no idea. You don't know how to hack on this stuff. Man, I'm very much remembering a thing that I was told not to do and I'm doing it. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I'm going to transform her into a more responsible character, but I can't. I'm just, that's just not who I am, I guess. <laughs> you spit all over my computer. <laughs> okay, hold on. I need to get a towel. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to advance a little bit of time here. It's dinner time! And a servant knocks on your door and summons you to dinner. I will be there. Am I free? Uh, yes, you are freed from your... your well, not exactly. You're still being chiseled away. Uh, mm-hmm. A servant comes in and says that you're being summoned to dinner. One of the other servants like wipes sweat from their forehead and kind of like mm-hmm. sighs and casts stone shape. they knew exactly what i was doing i could have taken care of it and uh shapes the floor back to uh to to normal and uh frees you i fucking love myself off and just kind of thank you well do i go we'll escort you to the dining room so in our room i direct vera to be a human again i have clothing for you oh yeah wait what well you are coming to dinner. Yeah. We have nice outfit. Do you, do you say this to B-Vera? So, well, no, I ask her to human first. Vera would dart hitting at the door. That's how you want to do dinner? Okay. And Sol just opens the door. <laughs> and Vera flies towards the bath that she, like, had wrecked. All right. Now we're going to get Vera in a dress. Can I pick up my hood as a tiny... As, as a bee? tiny bee? Yeah. <laughs> no. No? No, you cannot pick up your hood as a tiny bee. Your cape slash hood weighs too much for you to lift as a tiny bee. This is like a rat-sized bee. Yeah, but I mean, this is a pretty big piece of claw. I mean, I've seen a rat drag a piece of pizza, but I've never seen a, dra- a rat. <laughs> well, because it's, it's literally the hood and a tiny cape. It's not like the green part of her shirt. Oh, it's okay. So it is a separate piece? It, it's a separate piece. Because mm. that way... She's able to get the rest off and leave the hood. Well, if you believe a tiny bee can lift it, I would you like can to lift attempt it. to. Ooh, roll it, roll <laughs> it, roll let's, it, roll yeah, it. Yeah, let's leave it to the dice. Strength check. Strength check. Strength check. All right. Strength or fly? 
I don't know if strength, probably, because fly is good. And this is going to be getting a penalty because of your size. So yep. go ahead. Nat one! Wow. <laughs> Glorious. The dice have spoken. <laughs> dice taketh away! <laughs> so so this little, this bee, giant, giant in comparison bee is just trying for the life of them to pick up this fucking piece of cloth and it just isn't happening. You hear the voice of Mellifera again. It rises up, a chorus of 10,000 voices. Do you even lift? (laughs) (laughs) What's it say? It says, you are stronger than this. Vera will turn into her half-elf form and will pick up the hood and put it on. Alright. And we'll head towards Soul's room. See if, if they're still there. No, they went to dinner. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Oh, Vera's going in this. Great. That's okay. Everyone else is still in their adventuring clothes. They're just trying to make you look nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So a lot of you were ushered to a very well-appointed dining room. Sitting at the table is Gro on one side of the table. Opposite of him is uh, Sol's father, Osteris. At the head of the table is Sol's mother, and there are place settings for enough people to fill the table, to fill the rest of the table, so. I assume that we are seated and we'll choose a seat? Um, I think that there are three spots that you could conceivably sit in interchangeably, depending on who got there first. There's obviously a space that's intended for Sol, but everyone else, the other, (laughs) sorry, the other four of you, including Karis, um, are pretty much interchangeable. So they don't have, like, specific place settings. With, like, name right. cards or anything. Although I would want to go somewhere close to, I think, Soul's dad. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's probably a safe spot right now, but I also am going to kind of wait for everyone else because she's just kind of in the submissive mode right now. Okay, well, you were probably the first one in the room of the guests, so you have first crack at a spot, and uh, is that... Yeah, if no one's there, kind of like look around for a second, but that'll... Yeah, pick a spot like that. Okay. You go over and you sit down next to uh, Osteris. So that would put you across the table from Soul Space as well. Okay. All right. A moment later, Marcus arrives just in front of Soul. The two of them arrive together, basically. Uh, After that, uh, Karis dejectedly enters the room. And last (laughs) is Vera. Vera would probably, like, pause at the door. And then once they got in, it would be very slow. Like, they don't know what to do here. They're trying to gauge if, like, what's happening. And they'll just slowly walk their way to, uh, like, a spot. Okay. Marcus says to Sol, So, how was your night? Sol doesn't answer, but they do look very nice in the outfit that was picked out for them. What does it look like? It's humble, as it doesn't have as much magenta as Sol's mother's dress has. However, the normal cream color they normally have, and the it goes into an ombre at the bottom of the magenta and it kind of flows behind them a bit. Of course their shoulders are bare because it's soul. <laughs> Sassy. They're standing up straight, but they look very dejected as well. Well, don't you just look ravishing. It's very nice of you to say that. And Soul takes their seat next to Gro. I was going to say, I've had two bottles of wine. Gro uh, will like gently squeeze your hand as he realizes that, you know, things did not go well. I think once... Levette realizes that the, the, those empty spots across from her were soul and grow. It's just going to be a lot more tense. Soul's not even looking at anything specific either. It's just a blank stare. 
So, once everyone is seated, uh, the the serving staff will bring out a uh, uh, a large bowl of salad for each person. So, it's like a nice mix of wild greens, as well as like uh, dried fruits mixed in. And it probably has some sort of berry-based dressing. It's lovely. I am sure I do like to eat a lot of uncooked food. I don't say that out loud. That's definitely an inner monologue thing. <laughs> inner monologue. As soon as the salads are placed in front of everyone, the servants leave the room, which is odd. It's almost as if they were instructed to do so ahead of time. They all leave the room and the doors are closed. Sol, at, Sol notices this. They look at the doors where they left, but they don't look away from the doors. <laughs> Solicity speaks up. It has come to my attention. I don't like that. I hate that. Oh, oh, jeez. That's just got to shudder up my spine. <laughs> that some information has been let slip. The nature of this information is sensitive. So much so that the very safety of everyone is on the line. And I'm faced with a choice. Soul? Yes. Soul turns to look at their mom. Would you in care the to eyes? explain <clears throat> to everyone just the kind of predicament you've placed me in? I. For even interacting with Glav and, well, him using spells on me to control what I was saying. He got information out of me and knows where the village is and what I am and what, what it all is, really. And I've put everyone's life at risk because of it now. And please be very clear. When you say everyone, are you being hyperbolic? No, I mean, the world will probably cease to exist. The enemy will win. And it will continue to consume other worlds. And what do you think the decision I'm faced with is? Let's see if you can guess. To go into hiding? She shakes her head. That would never work. If we moved now, we would be far too easy to find. That is not an option. As I see it, we only have two. Can Marcus put up his hand? <laughs> yes. Take the fight to him? That is one option, yes. More specifically, to give you until the equinox, and hope that the enemy doesn't share information as readily as we think they might. The other option, of course, is to stay here and to try to defend this place with all our might. Neither option is good, if you ask me. Secrecy was our greatest weapon. And here I see... Oh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Who else in this room? Just so that it's clear. All the major NPCs. So, and that's it? Yes. The servants have been ordered out. Marcus then puts his hand up again. Solicity looks at you. Go on. Respectfully, Your Majesty, I wholeheartedly disagree. Their greatest weapon is in this very room. They're sitting right over there. That Marcus points at Sol. Point them at Glaw. Point them that way. Let us help. From what I've seen, I see a strange collection of people that can't be trusted. I... It's been quiet this entire time, but they've been looking at their mom. They're listening. They haven't it, said anything yet. It's not that I don't have faith in Sol. I am fully faithful that Sol will handle their duties when the time comes. What I'm not faithful in is this whole adventure. She kind of like moves her finger to like point at the whole rest of the table. What do we disclose that face? There's no time. My faith can't be restored. It never was there in the first place. And why does My... your faith matter in what we do? We are going to go and do what we need to do. Because soul has to survive. And that's the intent from the beginning. 
It's not just the intent, it is a guarantee. Wizzy always has your face. We have kept them through all sorts of trials and tribulations, and they have called themselves through things that I did not think were possible. Without your help, by the sweat of their own brow, without any assistance from you, how dare you, your majesty? How dare you insinuate that we couldn't do what, what we need to do? Marcus is a little drunk at the moment, so... Yeah, yeah, no, I figured. <laughs> Majesty, I guarantee you soul safety. You so whatever can't happens. guarantee soul safety. That's the entire point. I see, I see the Neither four can of you. you. I can guarantee safety here for a time. So die time. now or die later. Which are you going to choose? All right. I've had quite enough of you. She well, holds up. She holds up a finger, and Marcus can no longer speak. Dispel. No, no. No. Marcus can no longer speak. Like it. It's not so it's much not as a spell? traditional spell. It is magic, at its core, yes. But it's not a spell as you know it. She simply shuts off Marcus's ability to talk, is or it? more accurately, he can talk, but no sound is coming out. So it's noticeable for us that he's not able to talk anymore? Yeah, because if he tries to talk, his mouth just moves and you don't hear anything. Oh, good. He's just going to go into a, into a whole string of obscenities. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's just hand gestures. and uh, Soul turns their head very abruptly to give Marcus a stare. Oh, Marcus is drunk. He is not <laughs> listening to you. I cast invisibility oh. on Marcus. <laughs> 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 that that actually gets like the smallest smirk from your father. <laughs> just like slamming it, <laughs> and it just fades. Fades. He he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Now I want you all to understand that for five generations, our family has kept this world safe, mm-hmm. and we have done so through being an unknown quantity to the enemy. That may be broken. The may in that statement is the most important thing right now. Because if the enemy that you have met, Glarv, if he has not relayed this information, then this is our only opportunity. And I believe our best hope to stop him sooner than later. If we don't leave here, we won't be able to get the totem. I understand. And though I do not trust all of you... I do still trust Soul. A very small but sad smile appears on Soul's face. They're still young, but I believe they can do it. So, Soul, you have my permission to continue this. Soul stands up from the table, walks over to their mom, they kneel down, and they put their head in her lap, and they sob. I'm so sorry. She, she like, she strokes your hair. It's going to be hard. And to know that if you don't succeed, then everything is done. And the work of our entire family was for nothing. But it just means you have to succeed. I will. I promise. She nods, kind of pats you on the shoulder. Soul looks up, and again, it's a child looking up at their mother. I'll make you proud. I know you will. Soul glances over to their father. He gives you a smirk. Normally Soul would return it. But they're a little emotionally distraught from the day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, uh, your father, chimes like like clears his throat and says, mm-hmm. "So, um, how's everyone like the salad?" Dad, <laughs> how is the salad? It's, it's delicious. <laughs> kidding me? It's like a raspberry vinaigrette. Oh, best. Over, over like the best. Over like field greens. It's wonderful. 
The best they, dressing. They even put flower heads in it. Aww. Soul gets up and sits back down next to Gro. Gro, like, leans in and, like, touches foreheads. You can see there's, like, this visible sigh that happens where they suddenly relax a little bit more. Um, uh, <laughs> Solicity nods her head and uh, Marcus reappears and is audible again. And one other thing! Let me tell you something, lady. Soul what? puts their hand over Marcus's mouth. It's finished, Marcus. <sighs> hey. And so, like, leans over and, like, <laughs> like puts the fork into the salad and, like, holds it up to Marcus. <laughs> Come on, try it. I think you'll like it. Ah. <sighs> uh... He opens his mouth very grumpily. <laughs> so puts the salad in there. There you go. See? Fucking delicious. I know. Language at the table, please. <laughs> Would everyone still be interested after dinner to hear some music? I love that. Great. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you want. Um, everyone make a perception check. That is an 11 from Marcus. Mm-hmm. That is a 29. 27 Excellent. for me. Good stuff. Good stuff. That is a 17. All right. Cool. So dinner continues. Uh, the servants are let back into the room, and the salads are removed and replaced with a, a bunch of servants actually carry in a large tray that is placed in the center of the table. So it's sort of a thing where you can just reach in and grab something. And it's all, like, different roasted vegetables. And they're, uh, they're all, like, marinated in various different, like, spices and, and herbs and uh, oils. So it's, like, you know, roasted peppers and roasted broccolis and carrots and things. It's, uh, it's all very, very light but very flavorful. Marcus is looking for the meat. Uh, there isn't any. Yeah, well, that is kind of hoping for me, too, and disappointed. Like, I'm surprised meat. they're not serving my favorite dish yet. Spaghetti! Spagoots! <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry vinaigretti, that spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> Marcus eats the queen. Okay. That would be interesting. Let's not talk about this. Good attempt. That would be uh, the worst. a very strange turn at this <laughs> Go to your moment. room, so... <laughs> you know what? Like... Marcus is like, I'm not going to eat anyone. I, 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 Not even like this thing that pulled me under lava. It's going to be my code of conduct. You know what? Um, Your mom's being kind of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm thinking I'm going to kill her and eat her right before you guys kill me. Yeah, so the, the dinner will continue. And basically, Soul's dad will keep trying every opportunity he can to like add some levity by either like trying to tell an off-color joke or, or generally try, try to make well, someone crack a smile. That effort, for the most part. Okay. She's like not overstepping her bounds because she knows she's in hot water, but trying to lighten <clears throat> the mood. So you, you kind of joke back with uh, with Soul's dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, before you know it, the two of you are uh, are cracking jokes with each other, and uh, he uh, he seems like a pretty cool dude. Seems like a pretty cool dude. He's the best dad. Hey, do you know the place? Uh, he he thinks for a second. Nope, never heard of it. Sorry. Okay. Well, I haven't been thinking it recent years, so it's not that crazy. Soul's only thought is, oh god, don't give him another area to find more people. Oh, don't. He better. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> uh, or Soul's gonna have to say goodbye to the daddy. So, <laughs> what's been happening in the village yeah, as of recent? Uh, Solicity seems like thoroughly disinterested in the answer. It's just like the same old petitioning and brown nosing from various politicians. Well, of course that's normal here, but perhaps having more conversation will help 
everyone understand each other's standpoints a bit more. Um, how's that? that? Right, Mother doesn't move. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is normally how it goes. Soul doesn't really talk to their mom. Like, it, it was a lot of do what you're told and hone your skills so you can be the best. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Soul when they become the yep. protector. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> they learned a lot of bad parenting skills from their mom. Dad. <laughs> and now you might have an evil child. Apparently. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Or I'm the evil one. Or maybe, or maybe just not a good protector. So mean. No, that, no, that's what I'm saying. The child just oh, I might not be saying evil. Me. They might just be not, not good, good enough and cause the barrier to fail. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, Solicity is going to kind of like consider what you you said and start asking your friends, sorry, to tell her a bit about themselves. We're going to give Sol kind of like, are we clear on just saying stuff? Look. Sol nods. So she starts with Levette. Well, there's not much to say. It's true that I'm from this demile. It's mostly true that I'm alone. I'm just here to make sure that Sol is safe and happy at all times, I guess. Well, uh, Archibald is more here to do that, but um, <coughs> um, he might well, maybe be at the he stay now. The ceilings are tall enough for him to be here for a little bit. Uh, are, we, are we okaying this? Soul shrugs. I mean, I'm sure it would aid in some relief knowing there was such a strong being with me. I've already started the timer. <laughs> and I'll like roll the, the orb behind my chair. After a little bit. Alright. Archie unfurls, stands up, and looks around the room. He asks you uh, what's going on, basically. <clears throat> uh, uh, so so Ar- Archie deploys and sort of, like, looks to you for direction. Uh, welcome to Presidium, Archie. Archie nods and, like, looks around the room. These are my parents, Archie, and my fiancé, Grow. Lifts an arm up and kind of opens its hand, shows its palm to everyone. So is this big guy? Is here to make sure that Sol is safe. I see. So you're whiz with contraptions. Well, I wouldn't say a whiz, but uh, I know enough to get the job done. That's very good, then. What about you? She uh, says to the next person. So who is sitting to uh, Levette's left? Ooh, is that Karis or Vera? I feel like Vera wouldn't be sitting next to uh, like, Levette. Well, Levette. really, she's trying to be as far away from people in general. So it'd be oh. Karis then? Okay, so it'd be Karis. Okay, Karis like swallows down a piece of broccoli and is like, uh, I grew up in a sewer. Soul starts sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I was uh, rescued from um, an arranged marriage, I guess. Oh god, Soul's sweating even more now. Uh, They're just looking at their food. <laughs> I mean, thanks thanks to Soul, uh, oh. I, I owe them my life. I got, um, mm, uh, I got my life back because of Soul and and everyone else here. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's the whole story. Yep. Soul glances up at their father. He kind of has like one eyebrow, which is very very high up. A grimace smile happens on Soul's face. <laughs> if we've buddied up at the, by now, I think I've probably like whispered in details to him to be like, "It's not as weird as that sounds." He whispers back, I've, I've heard weirder. You hear a lot of things as a diplomat. Exactly. Like, I mean, it, like, really, it, we, 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 it was a bad situation, so we got that out of this with someone who's just not to be nervous. Hmm. Well, you'll have to tell me the whole story sometime. Well, maybe, maybe. 
He kind of like elbows you gently. Yeah, we'll see. Saul has a weird expression on their face watching this interaction. Weird how? They're watching you very intently, but they seem to be staring more intently at their father. It's almost a glare, but more as a trying to calculate what he's doing. He innocently eats a roasted Brussels sprout. Can I do sense motive? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. My poor desk and computer during this session. You can sense motive. Fuck, it's a 12. You sense motive, and he seems to eat that Brussels sprout with honest intent. God damn it! He wasn't, like, making it look like he was eating it, and then it's like, looking it. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't, like, doing, like, a feint with the Brussels sprout. He was eating it genuinely. No, I mean the sense motive for why he's being so nice to Levette. I want to know if there's a reason. It's probably because he yeah. wanted to get to that Brussels sprout. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, always whatever. been for that Brussels sprout. I hate you. <laughs> Dude, I so hope Soul's right, because Levette would just be like, what? No, he's like my flow. I don't need any more siblings. <laughs> That's not... I guess it is. That would be weird. Did, did you just now do the math on this? Just... Well, yeah. Aunt <laughs> Levette is the thing I just realized. <laughs> Solicity turns to Vera. She's ignoring Marcus. <laughs> oh, uh, no, we're going around the table. Oh, okay. Marcus is sitting next to you, so Solicity looks to Vera. She's like, that one's clearly dead. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, and what's your story, then? I am High Druid of the High, just one of many serving with Mlifer the Lesser. That's all there is to it. Druid of a nearly forgotten god. You know who Mlifer is? I mean, I do read books, you know. What? Yeah. Boom! Yes, I'm aware you read books, Mom. It's just... An interesting thing that you found possibly the only druid of Mellifera in the world. Is that true, there? It won't be for long. Hopefully not. Well, consider my curiosity peaked. So what, pardon my bluntness, but what drives a person to find that sort of faith? Being saved by them helps. That's true. So you have a personal relationship then? Yes. Enviable. May I ask you another question? What? What made you break one of my doors down? Mom. Vera doesn't say anything. Very well. The servants will have it repaired in short order anyway. I'm sure you had your reasons. And uh, what about you? She looks to the halfling. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, one second. No, 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 Um, we'll wait. Can we keep talking to Vera? Sure. I sure hope not. You don't want to? No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I got the feeling that that Vera did not want to keep talking at all. I need to know more about you! (laughs) I mean, I think today was a pretty big breakthrough, all right? I need more! (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this was... Unless Vera murders her, then Louis can have a lot more attachment. Hello. 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 Welcome back. So, what's up? Marcus is eating uh, eating his meatless dinner. Rabbit food. Okay. Well, uh, Solicity looks to you and asks you generally, you know, what's your story? I look over to Soul and with a look of, should I? The original story you told us. Oh, great. Now I'm just going to be a crazy person. Huh? My original backstory? Yeah, I, I'm kind of actually agreement with Marcus on this one. No, I just meant that you had like a wife and kids. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know if we were being honest or half honest here. Half honest? <laughs> Great. Tell them the story. Soul just raises their hands up way too suddenly. Just tell them. <laughs> well, okay then. Karis, like, starts to speak up. Yeah, Karis? 
she looks suddenly, suddenly confused and like looks to Sol as if to say like, should I tell them? Sol, Lay they the mostly car. okayed it for Marcus because he's gonna die soon. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, like, puts their hand under their chin and just, no. Karis <laughs> shuts up. <laughs> Your Majesty, as you can see, I have the complexion of a baked potato. It's not because of a school accident. Uh, it's because of a lovely dip into a lava pit. Now, let me tell you, it was hot, but that's nothing compared to what is gonna happen to me in about three-ish weeks. Um, I'm going to die. Oh, buddy. Two days. Oh, buddy. I thought we had more time. Three weeks. Oh, buddy. I thought we had a little more time. No. What happened? We're going to Hildy's after this. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I'm sending you a virtual hug. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I hear the, the audible. Uh. So do we have to hire another cleric? No, Karis is a cleric. I, I'm actually pretty good at healing. I do agree with that. Karis usually heals us every single morning when we wake up. It's very sweet of her. It's the least I could do. Like I said, you all saved my life. And you're our family. And the messed up so we need healing pretty much every morning. Da, 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 da. Solicity kind of like shoots a look. Well, we get it, and it's always good. It's always top notch healing. Like, that's the best. <laughs> Souls just makes a face at their father, and they look up to the ceiling, and it's just like, I want to die. <laughs> I'm kind of elbowing him, like, back me up here. Are we on to our next course at all? <laughs> Uh, Is it just salad forever, like some kind of horrible purgatory? (laughs) This this is hell, and it's nothing but vegetables. (laughs) To be fair, a salad is pretty good. So my question is, is anyone having sprinkles on their salad? Vera's definitely sneaking that. Mm -hmm. So Mark could hear the uh, audible from everyone. I'm like, apparently we're going to have to have a talk later, I guess. Um, But this body... Is not me. Uh, uh. Yeah. Soul is squeezing Gro's hand under the table way too tight. Gee. Gro's a little weak boy. <laughs> I know um, he is. <laughs> Your Majesty, do you know Zelda Rivgev? I've heard never of. Met him? No. But heard of. Of course. We traveled to and met Zell. Great guy, great guy. <laughs> Well, that's um, gonna hold up her finger and see if it can make Marcus silent. <laughs> <laughs> it as it turns out to be, I apparently am what is known as a lost soul. Uh, at this point, Soul's dad will like cough as he's eating like a piece of a vegetable. He like starts to like like mildly choke on it. Pat him on the back. As you can see, I'm looking very malnourished, even though I eat, as everyone else does. Oh my god, he's still going. So, so, <laughs> I can't believe this is really happening. Solicity, like, just, like, just turns her head and looks at Soul. <laughs> Soul is white as a fucking ghost. They've gone pale. They just 
look over at their mom, and then they just stomp as hard as possible on Marcus's foot. So he used to tell us that he was from another world. This yeah, man, so funny. So many different comments, and they'll oh, finally he's been bring hit over the head so many times. It's it's already sad. It is part about. Not having long to live, unfortunately, is true. The trauma was too much, but the other things, maybe not so much. The hell does Marcus have to care? He's gonna die soon anyway. That's great, but you still have to leave people with their own lives to deal with. Also, oh, if that, you want that to I not die here, your problem. <laughs> if you want Soul to come along when you leave and not oh. be kicked out forcibly. How hard did you stomp on his foot? Oh, I stomped on his foot so fucking hard. I, I want to see a roll Can I, here. A, a roll? Yeah. I would like you Straight. to roll 1d4. 1d4. Oh, it's a 1. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sol, you uh, you step on Marcus's foot so hard you do one point of damage. Oh. Hey, that's lethal damage. So, just saying. I could have They just you. turn and smile at him. So, no. <laughs> anyways... He's such a cad, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's funny, but it's also tragic. You know how it is. Well, very well. This has been an interesting round the table, to say the least. She, uh, <laughs> she claps twice, and servants will come into the room. They lift the large tray of roasted vegetables, what remains of them, and carries them away. And the next string of servants will come in and deliver a plate in front of each person. With a steaming portion of uh, venison bouillonnaise on each one. Woo! <laughs> oh, me! That's the soul's favorite dish. Do they say anything to that effect? Oh, no, they're just uh, eating. No. Uh, well, no, do, no. They, do, they, do they eat it to that effect? But they didn't say anything other than they immediately started eating, but it's, of course, their proper etiquette they need to withstand currently, but they're smiling. Oh, well, that is happy to get some fucking meat. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I mean, Sol's dad is right there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Man, there is a part of me that is just legit tempted just so that Lovette can become Sol's aunt. You mean stepmom? Oh yeah, you're right. Stepmom. Not as cool. No, you're right. It's not Probably as cool. hate ya. And also, <laughs> really? Damn. Huh? Damn. Like I don't, I don't see how that would. You don't wouldn't. think Lovett's making the first move in this? Do you know why Soul ran away from home? Well, still. <laughs> you don't think it'd be kind of fucked up if, like, your friend decided to marry your mom, like, or like the other way around or something? Yeah. What if I fuck your mom? <laughs> <laughs> me well thank you for such a wonderful meal and everything yeah it's been an interesting meal to say the least but at least there's music after dinner am i right huh yes sure we can see how the rest of the evening will go and you know me and gro still gotta talk to you too that's true (laughs) I'm sure the worst of this day is already over. <laughs> oh no! Me as a player, I'm dying! Me as a player, I'm dying! 
So uh, everyone eats their venison bolognese, and it's quite it's quite lovely. Anyway, when it's finished, the servants will come in, clear the table, and one of the music rooms has been prepared, and everyone ushers there. So that is probably where we'll pick it up next time. listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Until next time! <laughs>